So let's have some nice escapism and just talk about <laughs> video games because that's the best thing about that's them. a great that's a great intro. Everything is terrible. Let's ignore it. Yeah, I'm on board games. with that. Hello, welcome to Simply Syndicated Gaming News, where we ignore reality and talk about computer games because it's just so much nicer. Oh. Which says not much for reality. <laughs> Why is outside so scary, Rich? I don't know, Mike. I what don't happens? know. I try not to go there, but I, oof, maybe that was the problem. Maybe it needed more me. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna pull a Trump. I'm gonna build a fucking wall across my doorway <laughs> <laughs> with me inside. Just uh, you all, fuck off. Yes, yes. Uh, that's it. I will install. I will install a ladder box big enough to post pizzas through, <laughs> and that that will be it for me. <laughs> yes, and well, games are all digital now, so you don't even need to get those in. Perfect. So, speaking of digital games, as we do, Switch Online service coming in September, and I wept a little inside because it's fucking September. Yeah, that is lame. That's like ages yeah. away. It's, that's, fu- that's like in the future and shit. It really is too long for me to give a shit about it. Yeah, and, you know, all they've said is online service. That, you know, that is... Fairly that non-specific. Is the this was... Yeah, they put out Nintendo's announcements this week, so they put them out in a series of tweets. And they were tweets that did not have to go up to the 280 character limit that we now have. <laughs> yeah, they were. We're, do- we're doing a thing, Sand. <sighs> yeah, that was, that was pretty much it, wasn't it? Just a yeah. series of here's a thing, here's another thing, and then this thing. And you were like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, okay. Um, but online service September. It's uh, for for future generations. We're recording this show on the seventh of February, and September is just too far off for me to give a fuck. Mm. I'm sorry. I like all the films that are coming out in September, no, October, all that. I don't care. Mm. I, I you're not even getting me excited about summer stuff yet. That's not. I'm not even letting that happen. Yeah. So I yeah the trailer for uh, the new trailer for Deadpool. The, the second Deadpool film came out, and that's that's just close enough. That's you know that's coming out in May, so that you know that was enough to make me get down off the table and untie the noose. I can keep going until then. Uh, you know, after that, uh, I know it's September. just too far away. Far. I don't care. You can't motivate. Maybe in May I will care about. No, I, in May I will not care about September. May you're you've gonna got have, June, July, and August in the way. And you're gonna have to give me something in the middle. Yeah, you know, to keep the shotgun. In the shed. That's, Infinity War. Uh, that's true. Isn't that? Is that? Isn't that summer? I think that's summer, and I, I think it's going to be awesome. Okay. I think it also is going to be awesome. Yes. Um, but back to the Switch stuff. Um, we've been waiting for anything, anything, any form of news about some sort of online service. Um, mm. and all they've said is what they've always said is that it'll be nineteen ninety nine a year. And include some sort of free games, yeah. and and we we know nothing more. We does, does the Switch not currently have online play? No, it does. Can you not play? It does, right? I was wondering because it said online play and more. I was like, surely the Switch must have online I, multiplayer. I I think when we're talking about its online services, we're talking a lot more about something closer to Xbox Live. Yeah. Um. So while now yet yeah, the. Absolutely, it has multiplayer, and and there are several first player, first party games that take full advantage of multiplayer. It's all free. Um, 
but it's See, not exactly full featured. Yeah, basically. Do you feel like, well, because of that, because they've got that sort of facility, I think September feels shittier because it, you feel like they could switch it on tomorrow and it would just be ready to go. But yeah. It just feels like they say no September, actually, because fuck off. Because reasons. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. this is a thing that, you know, Sony and Microsoft have been able to have at launch for their past two consoles and Nintendo were still somehow struggling with this. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. So I, we I, don't know. And I'm sure that in September we'll get to enjoy the latest iteration of friend codes or whatever other nonsense they decided to arbitrarily put in the way well, of enjoying the I service. Mean, they've still got shit like that to deal with. Um, yeah. we, we, I think that the rumbling is, is that it will involve some sort of virtual console service as well. That it will be close to closer to sort of PlayStation Now and Xbox thingy. Arcade, yeah. Um, mm. Where you just have access to all the old Nintendo games, which is <laughs> would be cool. It's cool, but it doesn't but feel very Nintendo-y, does it? It doesn't, and that's what that's what doesn't sit right about it. And also, as Emma was saying, you know, you feel like they could do this now. We know that they've got GameCube and Wii emulators running on the, the NVIDIA Shield in China. Mm-hmm. We know that's the thing. We know this this hardware plays GameCube and Wii games without breaking a sweat. So why am I waiting until fucking September? I think this is where they're using all the goodwill that they've generated over the past 10 months. They're certainly, you know, not helping. No. Is, is for certain. I mean, on there's on the one hand, there's all of that that, I've, that we've just said. But on the other hand, there's the... Why, why does it have to have some sort of air quote online service? I did the air quote anyway, not my microphone. Why you might have heard that? Um, <laughs> some sort of <laughs> online service. It, it's not the law. It's not written in stone. There are multiplayer games. So what's the problem? I, I you know, it, it's we we will live till September. Fingers crossed to yeah. uh, to do to see it. So it'll be fine. One way. It's fine. I, it's, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> We're fine. Everything's I, I, fine. It's like I'd I'd love that to for it to be out now, but it's not gonna be, and I don't think me whinging about it is gonna speed it up. And it couldn't slow it down though. No, it How couldn't slow it, it down. <laughs> That's very true, unless they're all listening and I make them sad and <laughs> they just don't want to go into work on it anymore. In which case ignore me, lads and ladies. Um <laughs> So that's the Switch Online service. This this has reminded me of another Switch thing that was said this week, and it's not on the list, and now I can't remember what it is. That's so helpful. Cl- clearly, it's not cool. reminded me all that much. Browse will come to you later. Yeah, I'm just browsing the article again to see if whatever it was that jogged my memory jogs it again. But I can fill in because there's a story I uh, I forgot to put on the list. Uh, well, you 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 know this will fill the time while you try and recover a. a I've remembered, I've remembered it. I've remembered it. I'm looking for a link. I am, I am damn good. Are you? Why? Because I, I was able to help you remember, and I didn't even need to tell my story. Right, right, yeah, that's true. Oh, hang on. Right. So, there was a leak that, well, something that claimed to be Nintendo's E3 yes, I didn't leak. put that in because it, it proved that it was... Yes, that's, that's yeah. what I've just discovered in searching for yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, there was a potential leak of Nintendo's sort of uh, E3 showing what they were going to be, what was going to be coming to the Switch this year, but they turned out to be uh, very, very likely a, a complete fabrication. Someone copied the username of a reputable leaker, and they fell for it. So. No. I know. But, but usernames are just infallible, aren't they? They can't be copied like that in some way. Absolutely not, oh, Rich. That is, that is the foundation stone on which the internet is, is built. That is just immoral, actually. That, that really does. <laughs> it, it, uh, it's quite, it's weird. It's one of those things. Don't, you don't do that. Wow. Mm-hmm. That, that is, that's fucked up. You know, in fact, I've just, I've just finished watching an episode of Seinfeld where George is having an Still- argument. Never well, watched a single episode of Seinfeld. I, I enjoy it. Not but one. <laughs> in this episode, George is having an argument with somebody over a parking space in New York because George is reversing into it, whereas the other guy is driven straight forwards into it. And oh, it's, the, it's the argument right of away. you can't go in forwards. What, what are you, a sociopath? You can't, you just yeah. can't. We reverse into parking spaces here. And then the, but where does it say that in the law? You can go in forwards. Is he not supposed to do that if there's plenty of room? Like, shit, what do we do? And this is the same thing. And that's an episode, folks. <laughs> it is an episode. Uh, in other Nintendo news, Nintendo are making a Mario movie. They confer- This was another thing they spat it out. It might in seem crazy what tweets. I'm about to say. Yeah. Nintendo partner. <laughs> yeah. With the, the, the producer of Despicable Me to make a Mario movie. <laughs> yeah. Mm. I have. Well, I mean, at, at the prospect of a Mario movie, my right eye just sort of starts switching a bit because yeah. I remember the last time they tried a Mario film. Oh yeah. How can it be worse that than that? In though? the cinema, I saw that in the cinema. Wow, I did not. I did not Re- either. I tell you what, I did have though, and I, I, I think this may be a more common piece of memorabilia than uh, than I sort of remember it being. I don't know where I got it, but there was a an audio tip version of the movie. They put it out on cassette and it was sort of a narrator reading through what happens in the film with audio from the film playing in the background. Did, did it have a book with it? I remember it having a poster that was in 3d. There, there were a lot around that time. There were lots of here's a cassette with a book and you read yes. along Read along okay. with the book, yeah. I, I, I don't yeah. think it had a book, or maybe, you know, my parent, my mum kept the book from me. Uh, you know, she didn't want me learning of movable printed type. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't let him read. God, then him he'll read. be unstoppable. Jesus. Yeah, but I, I just, I have a very strong memory of, like, my uh, putting this shitty cassette of this horrible movie <laughs> into my uncle's super high-end hi-fi system <laughs> and sitting down and just... Oh, how that must have hurt him. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> um, so, first of all, I, I think a Mario movie is completely unnecessarily unnecessary and probably a terrible idea. Uh, I don't oh. actually have any problems with the company that are making this because I enjoyed, I enjoyed Despicable sh- Me. I enjoyed Despicable Me and Minions mm. so much. I did not watch Minions, uh, but I, strangely, I am. I think we may be... The only two people, Emma, will take your vote in a second, that are not sick of Minions. I quite enjoy Minions. 
I, I do immensely. I, <laughs> I'm not sick I think of them the either. Films are, the films are fun, but I could do without like that thing of, you know, minion memes. Oh, like, yeah, Inspirational yeah. bollocks that, you know, but these I've got one of those friends who just posts those things on Facebook. So uh, anytime right. I see a minion picture, I kind of just go, no, instantly. So, um, all right, <laughs> no. I get the, the hint. Fine. I'll stop posting those things on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, what's interesting here though is that the um, I've always thought as soon as I saw the minions I thought hold on a minute those are just the rabbits well, Rayman raving rabbits they're you know very directly rips and Mario so, has just had a team up with the rabbits same guy did is. the same guy did both things really yeah uh, well that makes sense then that yeah. makes sense then yeah. so um, I, oh, I I hated the rabbits games because they are you know they were all motion control shovelware garbage Loved the characters, loved the sort of the ads that they did uh, with you know, when those games were coming out. How to little rabid figures here. Uh, so, yeah, I'm all for this. But, um, Emma, I know you watch The Game Theorist. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, the idea of a Mario movie, because Mario lore is kind of fucked up. <laughs> well, this is the thing with it. Like, what kind of guy is Mario? He's yeah, a, I mean, yeah, <laughs> not a nice just the guy. Fact that, you know, there's not a nice guy, but the fact that there's deep, it's like Sonic law. The idea that there's really deep law that people get super mad about, about yeah. Mario. Yes. You know, it's just like, I haven't, I ain't got time for that, man. There's just, <laughs> well, I don't, this is the problem. I don't I think there is any time. super deep law about Mario. I think there's <laughs> none of that. And, and thus nothing to base a movie on. Yeah. We we don't know. Mario doesn't speak. He says, "Let's go," and a couple of noises. We don't we don't know anything. Like goes, well, and that's it. And that's when it. I say, "What kind of guy is Mario?" That's a genuine question because it has never come up. <laughs> we know that he jumps on things to go and rescue his girlfriend from a giant tortoise thing. That's all we know. That is all we've ever known. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, and so. But would all of you just be fine with that as it is? But like I say, if you go venture into certain corners of the internet, <laughs> good Lord, if you ever said anything like that, you would just be roasted alive. But those people are mentally ill, Emma. <laughs> <laughs> but those people are going to have very strong opinions about a Mario film. Oh, right? yeah. Those are our listeners. Sorry. Sorry. Mentally ill, man. But, yeah, it's, it's just an all-around terrible idea, but it will make some money. Uh, oh, yeah. that's really what it's about. I mean, don't forget, this is a business working with another business to both make a lot of money. That's what is happening here. Uh, and that will probably happen. The yeah. thing is, I mean, the games look so good now. You could just basically just put someone's Let's Play of Mario Odyssey on the screen for an hour and a half and say, that's the movie. Yeah, you could really. <laughs> Pretty much. Um What's uh, this was the uh, this just sort of ties in slightly to the other story, which I forgot to post on here, which was uh, a, a Japanese fellow was, had to be rescued by paramedics after. And this almost seems kind of lightweight, a 20 hour gaming session where he did not move. Yeah, yeah. Did not move from his chair. I saw the video. Uh, I saw it too. And he was being pulled. He was, you know, he, he realized after 20 hours, he, you know, his, he couldn't walk. He couldn't get up. He couldn't, uh, you know, the bottom half of his body gone. He was. Uh, wheeled away by par- paramedics and he was complaining that he wanted to finish the game and I was like oh god what is this Starcraft or some bizarre Korean MMORPG apparently it was Mario Odyssey really apparently wow. yeah I was like what mm? no that couldn't be right 
The fuck oh, yeah. was he doing for 20 hours? It's not that big. It's not that long. Perhaps yeah. he was grinding for coins. Apparently that takes a while. Oh, it's the moons. You've, yeah, that, that'll oh, be right, it. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. moons to does, get. Sorry, I just want to interject. That does sound like something a crazy person would say. Oh, no, it's the moons. Hi. It's the moons. It's the moons. <laughs> it's the moons. And I'll just say, if you're going to take a lot, do a long gaming session, speaking of someone who's done 24 consecutive hours of playing games, um, get up <laughs> every, about every three or four hours, yep. have a walk around and stay hydrated, people. This is the this is the key. Yeah. That, that's yeah, pretty the, much yeah. it. The, yeah. The human bladder has a limited capacity. Yeah, so if you keep drinking, you're going to have to get up and go to the loo. So in your feeling cannot just be ignored. <laughs> yes, yeah, so unless you're like these absolute psychopaths who like wear nappies while mm. they're playing, because I hear that's a thing. See, but yeah, that was the, what I got from it was how, how do you not need to go for a piss? Like, I couldn't do that. I'm not, no. not going for a wee for 20 hours. That's insane. Well, the, the Japanese are far more efficient than us, so I'm sure that Probably they've evolved. Probably just coughs up a pellet like an owl. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Someone um, comes along, picks it up, puts it in a little bin, you know. <coughs> the pellet monitor. Yep. They'll have a thing with a, a like a big stick with a grabby thing on the end as well. Or just a scoop. Yes. This got scoop. weird. <laughs> One of the other things Nintendo spat out onto Twitter this week was some sort of Mario Kart thing for mobile devices. Speculation yep. is rife because they basically said nothing. Yep. Uh, I'll read you the entire tweet. The checkered flag has been raised and the finish line is near. A new mobile application is now in development. Mario Kart Tour. Hashtag Mario Kart Tour. Releasing in the fiscal year ending in March 2019. Now, let me begin to tell you what's wrong with this tweet. First of all, (laughs) March 2019. Again, what did we just say about September? (laughs) Yeah. yeah, that's 13 months away. Yeah, so, yeah 2019 doesn't exist yet. Officially, I could give less than a shit about it. So doesn't care. So don't care about March 2019. So that's that's it. Uh, Mario Kart Tour. You, the, there's actually nothing. that It says nothing <laughs> other than it's Mario Kart. Maybe it's some sort of companion app to a new Mario Kart game. Well, yeah. Ooh, well, the, this was what I when I first saw the story. I thought, oh, uh, I thought that they were announcing a new Mario Kart game, a new Switch game, and I was like, oh, bit early, you know. Mario Kart, Kart Eight is, you know. Well, is it? it yeah, Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. It's only a port that sold eight million copies so far. Yeah, yeah. Why? Everybody who has a Switch probably has Mario Kart Eight. Uh, you know, if you, it's a bit I, early for it. I mean, what is the year? I mean, there's. In my mind, there's like a three-year, well, basically a generation gap between Mario Kart games. Well, hang on, though, because this isn't a new game. That's a, yeah, the, exactly. I'm sorry, I mean, the Mario Kart on the Switch is not a new game. So it's fair enough. kind mm-hmm. of not, yeah, it's kind of still sticking with your plan. But this is a mobile application. They didn't say game. They, they yeah. chose the word application. And what Which is, makes, makes me think it's probably like there's a new game coming out, and then there'll be an a um a like an app that you can download for your phone. Yeah, and you can like compare scores with people or get like daily boosts or something like that. Like or like the Assassin's Creed app for Unity they had. Yeah, yeah. I was hoping that it was going to be a sort of Pokemon Go type game, except aimed specifically at people driving, which could have been wonderful. 
There'd have been more than a few Daily Mail news stories oh, about that. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, kids, go play in the street. <laughs> Incidentally, uh, we're sort of a week and a bit into having DailyMail.co.uk just blocked at the server level in our house, and it's been wonderful so far. I can only imagine. You can't even end upon it by accident. The pages just don't load. It's it's nice. amazing. Um, so yeah, we I keep telling I keep telling Google and uh, Google Night, no, I do not care for stories from the star, but they just won't listen. Yeah, they, those things never listen. That's why you got you've got to get into the router and just block it there. That's that's what you've got to do. It's, not a bad idea. Yeah, not a bad idea. Uh, but yeah, at the end of the day, nobody has a fucking clue what Super Mario Kart Tour is, and I added the super there at the end by accident. Um, yeah. I'm inclined to side with you, Emma. It feels like a companion app. They they mm. didn't say game. Mm. And I have terrifying thoughts about a, a smartphone-based Mario Kart game. Like, if it would... God, it would be horrible. You'd have to do it with, like, the gyroscope controls or on-screen controls. <laughs> oh, no. Real games require buttons. Absolutely. I'm sorry, but they they just do. They they just do. So not that. Not Mario Kart. Not on not on an iPhone. They only just got away with it with Mario. Anyway, Konami uh, Konami is still releasing old arcade ports on Wii U. Are they really? On mm-hmm. the Wii U. On the Wii U. On the-, the only thing I can think is they had all this stuff prepared and then. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> we've just done a case it anyway. of it, we, we, we've done it anyway, so we might as well release them still. Well, do you know, there are Wii U's out there, and they are connected mm-hmm. to this store, and that store works, so, fuck, yeah. I mean, these are TurboGrafx-16 games they're releasing. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, bearing in mind how easy it is, once you've got an emulator up and running, to just put ROMs on it, um, why, why the fuck not do this, <laughs> you know? Mm. <laughs> Makes sense. But for a company that have sort of in the past couple of years retreated quite suddenly and quite heavily from, you know, console gaming. This is still weird. Well, doing anything you know. with the Wii U is kind of weird. True. Um, yeah, exactly. It's it's a weird thing to do. It's a weird thing to be releasing TurboGrafx-16 games. It's a weird thing to be doing it after a console has, you know, been well buried. And it's especially weird considering that console is the Wii U. And yeah. it's especially, especially weird considering it's fucking Konami who, you know, hashtag fuck Konami. <laughs> you know, it, it, I, of all the weird things they're doing at the minute with their, you know, uh, fucking Metal Gear pachinko machines, this is somehow weirder. These games look weird as well. I have actually zero knowledge of TurboGrafx-16 games. Same here. Don't Just, think it was a thing here, really. No, I don't think it was. I feel the need to look that up. Um, I don't think I could get into it without going through Turbo Graphics 1 through 15 first. <laughs> yeah, you, you you can't pick up the storyline from where it is yeah. now. Yeah. Um, the, on, the Nintendo 64 is impenetrable to me. Maybe one day I'll get to it. Uh, <laughs> it apparently came out here in 1990. Ah. Um, I don't know no memory. how well You've it... never seen one. <laughs> All right. Worldwide, it sold 5.8 million units. Worldwide. What was that in like in like nineties numbers? What was that? It was 5.8 million. Okay. 
Numbers of things haven't changed. It's not money. <laughs> five by eight million units sold in twenty in nineteen ninety is the same as five by eight million units no, sold right. today. You've seen I've seen footage of, of like women in the eighties who were supposedly like nineteen and they look forty five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I understand. It's like it's five point eight million units or six point two million shell suits. Is that what you mean? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Makes sense. Uh, uh, and of those five point eight million, three point nine million was sold in Japan. Yeah. So, right. So. I honestly think your chances of bumping into one in the UK were somewhat slim. Uh, unless you perhaps so, owned a chain of computer stores and they were trying yeah, to get so you to sell them. This is good news. If you're a person who's really into games that were only released in Japan and not in the PAL region or the US and you still own a Wii U, this is your lucky day because they're, they're releasing obscure stuff. Yeah. And apparently, because when I looked at that link, uh, apparently quite a lot of these, they're not translated, so you better be able to speak Japanese. I was looking I at know this thing. guy. His name's Brian. He lives just outside of Birmingham. Um, <laughs> and he is thrilled that Konami are doing this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was just, I was thinking, like, when I was watching, when I was reading this, I was thinking, well, surely, you know, all these titles have probably been ported to, you know, other more popular machines in the UK and America. But I was reading, looking through here, Battle Chopper, Necromancer, Wallaby Racing. Okay, I want to play Wallaby Racing. But, you know, never heard of any of these. So, yeah, maybe this is something that, you know, there is a, a super small niche who are super excited about this. Mm. Yeah, but the, even then, I think they, if they're <clears throat> super excited about this, they have more than likely already had versions of these on consoles that were not the Wii U. I would imagine these are fairly easy to emulate. Yeah, I'm actually I just mean, they, opening OpenMU and seeing if it does. Tur- I think it does do Turbo Graphics. Do, 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 do. Yeah, Turbo Graphics in te- in television. Turbo Graphics 16, Turbo Graphics CD, Neo Geo Pocket. No, that's a different thing. Um, so yeah, it does. It's and PCFX. Is that the same thing? I don't know. They're, they're all weird ones. It's like, why would you want to emulate that? Wonder Swan. Like, really? Okay. <laughs> Bizarre, but you can if you want, and that's easy. So, oh well. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. they'll sell a couple, Konami. Good luck with that. I, I would be fascinated to know the sales figures. I really would as well. God, the thing, it sold for like three years. Oh, no, wait, yeah. No, longer than that. October 87, it came out in Japan and was discontinued December 94. Okay, that's TurboGrafx-16, everyone. Console many of you will never have heard of or seen or anything. And will never think of again. And that's it, yeah. <laughs> Neither have we. You are. Indeed. Hang on, I need to do a thing. Right, and click. What is the... Oh, yeah, the Sony CEO stepped down. But yeah. I didn't know who he was or why he stepped down, so I kind of ignored it. Yeah. Lads, <laughs> tell me how to feel about this. I uh, don't know. Guy did some good stuff. You know, saw the PlayStation brand, you know, rise from the ashes of the PS3. Did a lot of good stuff. You know, on the other hand, you could say that a lot of PlayStation 4 success has been due to the terrible decisions made by Microsoft with regard to the Xbox One at launch. So, you know, he definitely had a helping hand in that regard. But yeah, no, he's going, and his name is Kaz Hirai, and I like that name, so I thought I'd throw it in. Okay, fair enough. 
Sometimes that's all it takes is a good name. It feels like it should be important. I mean, I just have no feeling about it whatsoever. Yeah. Nope. So it's it's odd, but yeah, it it does feel like it should be a thing, and we should be like, oh yeah, and he's going now. So I wonder if who they they'll have to replace him, and in informed things like that. And yeah, I I have nothing. Yeah, I just thought we could throw it in. It'll be there in the show notes, so people think that we're in some way grown up. Yeah, when no, that, that's, that's, that's never going to happen, lads. They've they've yeah. listened to us now for a little while. That's 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 a pipe dream. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I was, was going to cut this show into segments, so they might have just heard this. We might have gotten away with it, but our cover's we blown could. now. Fair enough. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. And if I'm honest, and I hate to say this, but I have real trouble remembering Japanese names. <laughs> and so if it's things like knowing who's on the board, whatever, I've, ju- I've got no fucking chance. <laughs> you know, so... Uh, well, he's stepping down. I'm sure he is going to spend some time with his family and a big pile of cash, I would imagine. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I would imagine president and CEO of Sony is a fairly well-compensated position to have. So good luck there, sir. Good good luck, and thank you for all the PlayStations. Yes. Well done to you. Good on you. Yeah. Just ruffle his hair affectionately. On you go. That's the best I can muster. Nah, he looks like someone who uses a lot of hair gel. Don't ruffle his hair. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a very serious business haircut, that is. That's a no fucking about serious. I, he doesn't make jokes. I'm surprised he's smiling in that photo. Mm. He's probably thinking of all the money he got paid as Sony president and CEO, probably. Yeah. He is also the guy who... Uh, <laughs> Oversaw the the you know that disastrous PlayStation Three E uh, three showcase, you know when they were going through all this stuff trying to get people excited and everyone was like this is terrible you're doing making terrible decisions. He's the guy who tried to get everyone going by set by announcing Ridge Racer with it's Ridge Racer. Oh, don't do stuff like that. Never and do stuff silence. like that. Yeah, absolute silence. <laughs> So, yeah. So, you know, it's good that he's still alive. Uh, it is. After that, yeah. I think I would have curled up and just shriveled into, you know, a tiny something the size of a cashew. You know, bless him. I've never had cashews. Me either. I'm, I'm, not, not. A, I'm not a nut guy. I don't get the nut thing. Alison no. likes nuts, especially over Christmas. She just sits with <laughs> loads of nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Emma started giggling. Marks. I know, I know. <laughs> In other news. No, 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 no. Give me a second. Okay, let's all take a drink. Let's all just have a second. Oh, thank you. That nearly killed me. <laughs> See, I'm now allowing myself to giggle about it, and that's just going to prolong the whole thing. This has to stop. <laughs> Xbox One X launch grows Microsoft's gaming revenue. Who'd have thunk? I was going to say, fucking shocking. Releasing new thing that costs 500 quid a go makes money. Actually, when you put it like it that, it is a little it. bit shocking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, this could have been a terrible thing. Yeah, it, it could. we could be reading the story, Xbox, Xbox One X, I can't even say it, Xbox I One know. X launch destroys Microsoft <laughs> gaming revenue. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, I mean, this is the thing. You know, we haven't. We, it's so annoying because the Xbox One X, compared to the PS4 Pro, the the One X has done considerably better than the PS4 Pro. It is, you know, it seems to be a better system, which again is, you know, it continues the inevitable turnaround of the Xbox 360 better than the PS3, the PS4 better than the Xbox One, Xbox 720 better than the PS4 Pro. It, you know. It gets you very excited for the PS5, but um, yeah, it's just annoying that we don't get a chance to talk about this as much because unlike Nintendo, Sony and Microsoft are just kind of not doing anything super interesting at the minute. They are really dull, aren't they? They're somehow being very, very dull. I don't know. I don't get it. I, I too am bothered by how not bothered they seem to be. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, I f- that is worrying. <laughs> I feel like they f- like they feel their position in dominance is somehow solid, indomitable, and and <laughs> guaranteed. Um, and I I I've said this time and time again, Sony do not learn the lessons of their own history, and no. I I think they'll be sat there like, who's going to buy a switch? Like, shit, guys, come on, come on, we anyone anyone? Do you not <laughs> do you not remember? Mm. Do you know who? Why? Like, I don't know why we think just because Nintendo had a bad round that they were somehow ever out of gaming. Well, and you see this thing, even though they were always huge. The thing though is that when it, you know, when it comes down, you know, back in the past, back in the long, long ago, uh, with the Wii, is that even though the Wii sort of of the console generation, it sold, you know, gangbusters. It did really, really well. It kind of, it was kind of in its own thing. It didn't. That the Wii doing well did not hurt Microsoft and Sony that much because yeah. it wasn't really the same thing. Whereas if Sony does really, really well, that can hurt Microsoft and vice versa. So I think since they're both at the moment being very dull, they think that they're fine. But unfortunately, with the Switch, is the Switch is back in you know is Nintendo re-entering that same group with the three of them now. And I I think maybe they're like you say, they've let their guard down a little and they're going to, you know, they're going to start to feel the hurt if they don't perk things up and actually, you know, do shit. Well, this is a very unique set of circumstances because I I think you're right. They were kind of in a a sort of Coke Pepsi esque sort of situation where mm. they seem to have settled into a look. You While don't Nintendo fuck us up. We, we won't <laughs> you fuck know. you up. Just yeah, just we'll all you chill out. We'll chill out. We'll be really dull, and we'll, we'll all make money. And Rich will knock over his vape. And that is. And then here comes Nintendo with a new idea for something. Ideally, in a way that would cause Sony and Microsoft to be spurred on and innovative in some way Mm. and yet they're settled into the hole but that means we have to compete with each other and that never ends well and oh shit yeah so there they are and i honestly think that yeah you you absolutely right the we didn't as such compete with the ps3 and xbox 360 it was an as well console it was complementary rather than yeah but the Uh, switch is a different thing yeah, um, especially people bought a Wii and a 360 or a Wii and a PS3, whereas for a lot of people, the Switch will do. It's all they need. No, you know? yeah. So, and I can tell you from experience, 
if the game's coming out on all three platforms, I'm getting the Switch version. Mm. And that's all anybody's saying, really, because it's the only one I can pick up and take with me somewhere. Uh, so it doesn't matter if its graphics aren't quite as good as the PS4 Pro or Xbox One X. doesn't matter. I'm playing it on a six and a half inch screen. Who gives a <laughs> shit that it's not 4K? It looks great in front of my eyes. So that'll do. And so this is what they need to take note of. They need to take that play away from the television somehow. Mm. Um, and without doing something like a switch, I don't know how you do it. Yeah, I don't know either. Let's actually push your handheld a bit more and do it like Sony did with the, the PS4 and the Vita. Yeah. Did they ever really... Did, do you ever feel like they never gave that thing a chance? Like, in many Kinda. ways... Yeah. It, while yeah. I, I get why it didn't destroy the 3DS, <laughs> right, it should have at least been a contender in some way. Yeah, um, it did not. Yeah. They... It almost feel like it felt it feels like Nintendo just did not pay any fucking attention when that thing came out because uh, they didn't need to. Oh yeah, it, it was the the gnat on the back of a large thing. Yeah, that's a it good. was a it, yeah it was a boxer who trips on his way to the ring, uh, and while his you know while his opponents just standing there already doing a victory lap, uh, you know, absolutely. So I but it 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 does when you look at the hardware. And indeed, the gaming support that it got, it doesn't feel like that should have been the case. I, f- I just feel like they didn't really push it enough in Europe, certainly in the UK. Um, maybe they weren't bothered. Maybe they feel they did all right, but they're fucked now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's, that is an apt. Yeah. Remember when I was saying I threw these stories in so that we would sound mature? Mm. <laughs> You're all fucked now. Sorry. You should have stuck with the handheld thing. That's where it all went. What? How did you not see that? Just saying. We were seeing all sorts of studies that said that console gaming was suffering because they were competing for TV time. And clearly someone at Nintendo saw that and thought, okay, we'll take the game off the TV then. And here we are. And somebody at Sony saw that and thought... La 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 la, can't hear you, can't see that. No, 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 no. Big console. I don't know what to say. Hey, that's my expert analysis. And expert, uh, definitely. Yeah. Thank you. Super Mario World can now be beaten in less than a king minute. Really? <laughs> mm, yeah. Yep. This is, uh, yeah, I've seen, uh, I saw similar methods used you know over the past few years there's basically a way to this seems to be a, a uniquely nintendo tactic of speed running where people have uh, find ways of using strategies like in-game techniques to actually write code in the game which they can then execute because that's what's happening this is it's the only places i've seen it used are in super mario world and the pokemon games we're doing really weird, arbitrary things in the game. Somehow writes code to places in the uh, the system's memory that can be used to, you know, suddenly trigger the trigger the end credits. And now someone's figured out a way to do this using uh, two multi taps and four controllers to trigger the end credits of Mario during the first world. That's not beating in Mario in under a minute. Can I? The end credits rolled. Don't you, care. You, Don't you've care. Entered, that, funny, you've entered into a very interesting part of sort of uh, speed running. Uh, 
what would you call it? controversy? Oh, is this is some speedrunning bullshit? Like whether they- glitches count or whether you should do it without glitching. You know? This is why you have many categories of speedrunning. People who play the whole game, you know, glitchless Lord with glitches. The interesting yeah. thing about this run is essentially wasn't the idea that this run was thought only doable through a TAS, so it was a tool-assisted speedrunning. So essentially like a, a computer program which runs the most optimal, yeah. like, frame-perfect routes. Puts in and puts is, faster than a human yeah, could possibly human could manage. do it. Yeah. Uh, wasn't it. Wasn't it thought that this, this method was only doable with a TAS? I think this is one of them, yeah, Super Mario, the yeah. series... Uh, is sort of famous for that, yeah. But yeah, the guys managed so that's to get down this, to this run is significant. And yeah. I pl- I replayed Mario World on the Pie last year, and I was super happy that I managed to beat it by you know using the frigging warp pipes to be- skip most of the worlds. I mean, I probably I beat I my my record is I probably beat Mario World by playing roughly twenty percent of Mario World, and I was super mm. proud of that. Well, but I'm I just playing look- Super Mario World properly. Good for you. Uh, yes. Good for you. But, uh, yeah, it, but, well, just part of me is envious because if I could do this for every game, I could really, really put some put a dent into my Steam library. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the point, is it? But, I mean, I think it's... But it would be, I know it's not the point, but yeah. on a certain level, I would be able to say, yeah, I beat most of my Steam library. Totally. Yeah. That's true. I mean, but um, I mean, the reason why this is this is interesting to me, I think, is because it's like looking into the Matrix. This idea of being able to just reprogram things with buttons on a controller is is pretty crazy to me. So, I mean, that's why. It's, so it's not. It seems it, it seems sort of trite to call it novelty or anything like that. I mean, it's extremely highly skilled and many yeah. and many many thousands of hours of playing this game over and over and over and over again but uh, i can understand why someone just go well what's the point of just glitching to the end credits it's not really beating it so i think there's oh i get it yeah i totally yeah. get it yeah yeah but i mean i don't think you should sort of take you know i, I wouldn't want to take away from the you know yeah. what this fellow has achieved something that was previously only thought possible with a computer yeah. which i think is quite cool you're wrong for what you've done here today rich sorry you should feel bad sorry but I don't think he did. <laughs> he can get to say he got the end credits to roll in less than a minute, but I don't think he it's did get to say yeah. he beat it. You know, because oh, he didn't yeah, yeah. beat it's, it. I mean, yeah. yeah. I totally, totally get that. But uh, it's like I say, the only it's funny, the uh, this kind of run with Mario World doesn't get played a lot at sort of uh, the GDQs. But the Pokemon runs, they do this. They do do this kind of run with Pokemon where they, because it takes a lot longer. Even using this method, it can still take, you know, like an hour or so to beat a Pokemon game using this method. But it's it's there's something wonderfully abstract about it because they're beating the game by doing just the most arbitrary. It's like watching Twitch plays Pokemon. Mm. And it just if halfway through the Twitch plays Pokemon, suddenly the end credits rolled, you know, in the middle of a character walking back and forth, you know, 300 times. That was like, yep, game done. Yeah. I, I kind of enjoy that. Still not beating the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of not beating games. <laughs> this is good. The King of Kong could be stripped of his high score. Oh, uh, dear. Billy Fom- Mitchell. It's a name. It's it's a name only a dickhead would have, isn't it? It really is. It's two first names again. It, two first names. There we go. Uh, so this God, is Todd is Rogers this, and Billy Mitchell. That's uh, that's four first names between them. Yeah. 
Uh, this is he has a high score on Donkey Kong on Twin Galaxies. You might remember Twin Galaxies from last week's show, where it turned out a lot of this guy's uh, high scores, not this guy, some other guys, uh, were just totally bullshit and made up. Um, yes. He had, yeah, I realized Todd Rogers, uh, as we were ta- after we did the show last week, we were talking about different kinds of speed runs and that, you know, the tool assisted speed run and, you know, 100% speed runs. And I realized that Todd Rogers, uh, he could hold the record for the first uh, pedo assisted speed run. Okay. Uh, yeah. Because most of his world records were fraudulently entered by his pedophile co worker. It's uh, a new category. I don't know if it's going to catch on. I don't think so, but I see where you're going. I, I coming know, from. but you know, I I don't know, but this could be a resurgent career for the likes of Gary Glitter. You know, the, the <laughs> I dude hasn't had that. a lot to do. Yeah, no, he's, he's he's better off with nothing to do. Um, so <laughs> uh, yeah. he, basically, there is proof here that he cheated. Is that? Yeah. yeah did you? Yeah. The I'm reading through it now. It's really interesting the way they figured it out because uh, Mitchell. Uh, Billy Mitchell was sort of uh, this co-star of the King of Kong documentary, which sort of kick-started a little mini renaissance of video games or, or, or uh, documentaries about video games. But yeah, this guy was sort of framed as the the antagonist in the in the thing. But there was no you know implication that he was cheating, just that he was kind of a dick, which you know documentaries can be edited to present people in a certain way you know we've all seen those they can certainly but the guy was not doing himself any favors no this guy in that he was a giant douchebag yeah Yeah. historically a douchebag so the the accusation appears to be so that he was playing on mame rather than an original uh cabinet machine which is is not necessarily not allowed but the fact that he's not declaring it is suspect in itself. I think for like official records, you have to play on, uh, you know, original hardware. Mm-hmm. You have to play on a on, on a Donkey Kong arcade. You can't just play on the virtual machine thing because the idea is that you know between systems and between emulators, there are you know those introduce variables into the equation yeah yeah. it's not an even you know playing field and the accusations which have considerable have an interesting uh kind of evidence to them uh is that he has been playing for a number of his uh world record numbers because he's he hasn't been content to just let it sit he keeps coming back with you know pushing a few points extra a few points extra but the evidence is that all of his records over a million were uh, done on an emulator, right. which gave him an advantage. And the evidence for this, uh, it's really interesting. Whatever you're playing on an arcade, uh, the screen in an arcade is an old CRT, mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, an old style TV. And TVs refresh the picture from the top to the bottom. That's how the you know the TV draws the picture yeah. from the top to the bottom. That's why when you point a camera at a TV, you can see a scan line running from the top to the bottom. And so in an arcade machine, that is turned over on its side. Yeah, because the TV's degrees. yeah the TV's in there sideways. Yeah, the TV's in there sideways, so it should be refreshing from right to left. But in recordings of a bunch of Mitchell's 
supposed world records. It's refreshing from top to bottom. Oh, which, Billy which, shows, that it's, which shows that it's being played on an emulator. Additionally, uh, objects are being rendered into the scene at different times, you know, uh, uh, when they shouldn't be rendered, which again shows that it's not playing on original hardware. Additionally, for most of his world records, uh, he has not performed them live. And when he has been performing them, quote unquote, live to an audience, he has always done it in a separate room to the audience with the feed being, you know, fed through to a screen for them to watch, which is suspicious. Yeah. Just yeah. A touch. Yeah. I'm going to do this in front of you. Just don't look at me. It's the guy in, you know, uh, mystery man who can turn invisible, just yeah. not when anyone's looking at him. I, I can do all sorts of magic if you can fall for the now look over there. Yeah. So uh, there's some really, there's some really interesting, some, you know, there's a lot of other technical stuff in sort of the, um, the uh, evidence against him that, you know, I didn't get, but it was the, the, the idea that he was caught with a screen that was refreshing in the wrong direction. It's just kind of nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, the the whole th- yeah. I mean, th- this is one of those things. Like, if you weren't such an arsehole, this might have never happened. Like, if you didn't invite scrutiny by being a twat, you might have gotten away with it. Yeah. But because you're the kind of person who would do this, you are a twat, and, and therefore you invite scrutiny. And and really, for the evidence of him being an arsehole, do you need anything other than he has cheated at being the highest score at Donkey Kong? That's, you know, that's that yeah. important to him. Like, no offense to speedrunners. I have, you know, massive respect for, you know, the, what they've done with like GDQ, the money they've raised for, you know, numerous different charities over the years. But there is something kind of pathetic about cheating. Yeah. To get a high score as a grown fucking adult. Yeah. It's the, it's, and I, it's yeah. Again, I'm not. I don't wish that to be attack at, at people who, are, who yeah. get high scores or compete in any way. I, it's the cheating that makes it fucking pathetic. Like, really, yeah. I mean, I mean, Lance Armstrong cheated, but he cheated to be genuinely like remarkable, like incredibly. You know, a human. It's sort of like okay, I get why you cheated because your rewards were massive, but cheating for something sort of kind of arbitrary like yeah, this. Yeah, you don't, what do you get? You're not, like, no one gives a shit. Yeah. You're not picking up girls in bars with this. And and you if are, you are, yeah. I don't want to go home with those girls. So, what an asshole, essentially. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's in, what is interesting, though, is that he still technically owns one of the, even if they, uh, the site that's reported this, which is not Twin Galaxies, have already wiped all of this, is potentially fraudulent scores. But they're keeping the ones that are, you know, undisputed. They, they don't have evidence that he cheated. And I kind of, I don't know where to stand on this. Like, if someone is caught cheating, I'm the vindictive site kind who would say, no, wipe everything. Wipe the well, scores that we know to be yeah. genuine. With the Olympics, the whole the, the whole idea of the, because sort of in the Soviet era, <laughs> obviously there was quite a lot of dubious achievements let's put it that way so <clears throat> there's been there are some sports which have wiped all their records as a result but um yeah it's kind of the thing of 
we spent all this time something someone like flojo right the um talking about sports now the fact that suddenly massively improved her times and then suddenly dropped dead in her 30s i wonder what how she managed <laughs> to achieve what she managed to achieve but we spent all this time lionizing her so to now say this woman w- was cheating is like now we mm. look like mugs so we kind of, we, yeah. yeah now because now we're, we're too far in with this this thing now mm. you know now, now everyone has to believe the lie essentially it was the thing that kept lance armstrong going for so long yeah. um nobody wanted to believe yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <sighs> i still say just have a category of sports for people who want to take the drugs Absolutely. Like I say, Tula's just the speed runs. Totally yeah. go for it. That's that is the Tula yeah, that is the yeah, the the steroid Olympics is the Tula assisted speedrun of yeah, sports, athletic yeah. sports. Uh, you wouldn't watch absolutely one hundred percent. Yeah. If every contestant, if every athlete, you know, dies at the finish line from exa- from exertion, I'm totally up for that. See, I think we're gonna have to introduce a whole load of extra sporting categories anyway going forward i've I've been thinking about how you deal with the transgender issue in sport it is interesting um and it's it, essentially it's one I, I wouldn't want to go near with a barge pole and i'm not envious of the people who have to make these decisions but i i think changes are coming <laughs> Probably, yeah. But I don't know what those changes are or should be. And the only I don't think, yeah, it's the kind of situation where no matter what happens, someone's going to be pissed. Well, justifiably you, or not. That that's inevitable. But when you look yeah. at something like the Paralympics, where they just have seemingly thousands of categories for essentially the same sport. You know, here's this swimming race for people with one leg and no arms, and here's one for people with arms and no... And it's just the whole thing. Any combination of anything, they've got a category category for I'm always fascinated to watch the headless categories. That is... They're they're rather slow, long events, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. The diving's the most fun. (laughs) (laughs) That's terrible. Headless diving... (laughs) <laughs> they rate you on the splash for that one yeah um, but then you have but then you have awful things like with the intellectual disability categories people faking oh yeah yeah the, there's a long history of there that. Was the, the, the entire basketball, basketball team. team yeah that yeah. was wonderful um so uh, yeah the the only solution i can come up with is right then we'll have a category for every combination of everything we can possibly think of which is cool i mean i'm not it, it, whatever you want to do but yeah, clearly something has to happen. So, yeah. how the fuck did we get onto that? Fucking Billy Mitchell. I'm pretty sure, you know, um, we can wager that at some point I said something disparaging about the disabled and we went down a rabbit hole. I know, we're going to get email for that. I probably said something. I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I, I don't know uh, what we said, if anything, but I, it's, let's move on. Let's move but we on. know it was probably me. <laughs> yeah. Someone spent uh, a fuck ton of cash on nothing. <laughs> it literally... <laughs> Literally nothing as well. I will Literally, read the yeah. actual yeah. article Code. headline from Game Informer. Someone actually spent over $60,000 on a Counter-Strike weapon skin. Oh, Which, my God. Too, good God. Some people I can't remember what the last thing money. we did. We did an article on this on the most expensive, you know, in-game items, like, you know, at the end of 2017. And this has, in frigging the end of January, beginning of... Yeah, the very end of January, this has, like, tripled that 
60 fucking grand for a sn- for a weapon skin that is i would say an immoral use of money <laughs> yes I mean, the thing that fucks me up is I can sort of understand. I can sort of understand that if you you might you will spend money on acquiring, you know, a beautiful piece of art because that artist is dead and is never going to be able to make a piece of art like that again. Uh, but to spend sixty thousand dollars on something that you could make millions of in seconds, in theory, mm-hmm. that really has no value apart from, I mean, literally no value. And have you seen the fucking thing? It's shit. It's hideous. It just, Trump wouldn't I be caught dead with that. Get it, guys. I don't understand it, really. It's really, really... Uh... That is just an appalling amount of money to spend on, on this. See, now, politically, as you know, I, I sit on the left of things more often no than not. But I, I, I am not one of those people that believes nobody should have money or wealth or nice things or anything mm. like that i just want everybody to have nice things that that's where i am yeah. so i think we both sit the, in the category the the un, the unhelpful the unhelpful uh, sorry my words just left that they happens to me occasionally right off. yeah edit that shit i know you won't uh i think we are the unhelpful category of lefty capitalists yeah, Which, you know we are not welcome anywhere. It's like you can you can have things that cost sixty thousand dollars, you know, absolutely not at the cost of other people's well being and happiness, etc. But you, you can have those things. However, I, I can't help but feel that there are some things that, whilst they might cost sixty thousand dollars, they understandably and reasonably cost sixty thousand dollars. There is a reason mm. for that. And, yeah. and, and you know, as you mentioned, perhaps rare artwork by a dead, dead artist. I, I get that. Uh, that is a that is at least a tangible thing. Uh, whereas this is bullshit. But I think and, it's the thing that you could, someone could, you know, it's binary. It's numbers on a computer. Pro- it's a computer I mean, program. Yeah, you, it can is, co- you can make yeah. a million of them now. There are infinite of them. <laughs> already yeah that, that, there's no scarcity value in and, play here well what what has happened is is that somewhere there is a, a web form that connects to a server program and that has a text box on it that says how many of these things there are allowed to be and at the moment there is a one in that box that that's what it is yep. um and i think you know I, I, yeah, fine. Spend sixty thousand dollars on something that I get. That's that's understandable. There are many things in the world that cost that much money, but when it's something like this, that I th- I feel falls into yeah. the immoral use of money. You'd like you, it's wrong to buy that. Yeah. What's interesting and what's impressive, almost in a sort of dark. You know, I'm impressed with sort of their level of. Uh, shit fuckery with this is that it turns out that one of the reasons that this one of the sort of multipliers that has made this so expensive is that it's condition apparently you can get skins in CSGO in a range of different levels of condition and this one is factory new and like there are other ones which are you know I don't know if it has any in if it's if like the lower ones are actively sort of dirtier or have damage on them well, it doesn't say be for sixty thousand fucking dollars. But the fact it better that, be shittier. 
But the fact that they, you know, they have implemented a real world thing of condition into a digital item. I'm yeah, kind of impressed. Yeah. I'm kind of impressed with that that they've thought to do. I this. can't deal with it, lads. I can't I, deal with yeah. it. It's just. It's absurd. It's absurd. It looks awful. It, we we don't know yeah. who spent the money, do we? Um, it's going to be some Russian oligarchs kid because that you know Russia. That's uh, the yeah. area of the CSGO is the most uh, popular still. All areas of Russia and Eastern Europe and places like that. So it'll be you know some bloody seventeen-year-old with a, a black Amex card. Right. Okay. Yeah. Unnamed CSGO skin seller. Yeah. Negotiated. Negotiated. Jesus Christ. <sighs> Seventeen-year-olds with black Amex card. I had a shit childhood. One of my Can parents. I just, I'm, I'm literally <laughs> speculating. I don't know if that's what happened, but I I can't yeah. Im, I can't conceive of the most wasteful of an adult yeah, spending you, that amount of money. You know. You're not unreasonably speculating there. I I make sense. To me. Um, but this next story is Counter-Strike Go as well. And, oh dear. Counter-Strike co-creator charged with paying 16-year-old for sex. <sighs> Anything, anyone? Hello? Oh, actually, has it broken? Yeah. Hello? 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 S- Hello? Skype fell down. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I that was, was weird. I was worried my router had gone then. because it- Same here. I just did the quick router check there and I was like, no, it's not my fault. Good, I can get angry. Yay. <laughs> Don't know what happened, but we're back anyway. Uh, right. Uh, Counter-Strike co-creator charged with paying 16-year-old for sex. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. $300. No, 300 per 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 hour. So we don't know the total. You know, this guy might be a, you know, a one and done. You know, we don't know. Uh, looking at him, yeah. Uh, mm. Anyway. I was just amazed. I mean, I genuinely thought 16 was underage it's it turns not. out i was wrong i was it's like not. what it's so sleazy that in my head i thought well that must be illegal well i think in washington it might well be no i checked 16 in washington state yeah. is it really yeah okay i think the paying for sex i think the paying for the, it bit is paying, still illegal so yeah the paying is definitely definitely illegal that, that is yeah. the only bit of it that would be illegal here uh, it would still be fucking icky well, actually, you'd be surprised. The UK, I was, um, I mean, I was kind of surprised to find this uh, a few years ago. I looked into this. Uh, I was amazed to find that prostitution is not illegal in the UK. It yeah, is illegal. It is illegal in the uh, now. It is illegal in the uh, in Northern Ireland. Thanks, DUP. But um, yeah, in the UK, it's not actually a solicitation. Sort of public solicitation is illegal. You yeah, know, curb that's crawling. Illegal, yeah. But. Yeah. Like, you don't even need to use the escort loophole in the UK. You can straight up say, here's 100 quid, get to it. Uh, so, I think that is what you say. That is what you say. That, that is, that's that is, how it yeah. goes down, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was just, yeah, I was just so, I, I genuinely, I was like, I thought that 16 was underage. I, I'm really surprised that both over there and here, 16. And there are groups that are trying to lower that. Yeah, they're kind Mostly of mostly religious organizations. They're, they're missing the, the point of the law, really. Yeah. The point isn't to stop children having sex with each other. The point is to stop adults having sex with children. So yeah. they wouldn't prosecute. You wouldn't get two 15 year olds prosecuted if they'd had sex with each other. But I would get prosecuted for having sex with a 15 year old. Yeah. So Absolutely. I, I try not to. It's yeah. I mean, it's it's a tough 
tough sometimes to curb, but you know. <laughs> I do my best. Allison um, just puts you on the lead when you're passing by she <laughs> the, does. the high school, you know. I don't know, uh, well, I don't know. why nuts. would you want to anyway? I can't that's imagine what I was that thinking, being good. That's yeah, I was going to say, I can't think of anything worse than 15-year-old boys. It, yeah, it's exactly. back in the, the, this is related to the whole doing things to get 72 virgins argument. Yeah. It's like, why would you want that if you ever had sex with a virgin? It's not great. You want to be told 72 really dirty women. That's what yeah. you want to be. That speaking is of virgins, yeah, the Vatican, Vatican City uh, only changed to 16 in 2013. Before that, in Vatican City, home of the Catholics, 12. Well, it does. Does it matter when you just don't pay attention to it anyway? Yeah, that's it, true. it's yeah. all just writing on a piece of paper, there, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we've so, you made uh, ourselves been, yeah. slandered a lot of things in that segment there. I think quite possibly. I don't know. I feel <laughs> we've not really got to the meat of the story at all. Who ah. is this guy? Um, he's the co-creator of CS:GO or Counter Strike, the original Counter Strike, I think. But um, yeah, uh, Jess Cliff. Uh, sort of two first names, Cliff. Mm. Such a douchebag signifier, mate. Yeah, it's them and, it is them and tinted sunglasses. <laughs> yes, absolutely. But yeah, he uh, he paid this thir- uh, this sixteen year old girl for sex, and he recorded one of the encounters against her will. Also, I'm not sure. Again, this is a I don't know what the heck the thing is because one of the reasons I was sure that it was like seventeen was that even even uh, porn studios. Um, like whenever the the youngest you'll see a girl there is eighteen. Well, that's a different law. Being in porn is it is, a different law? It's a different law, and again, that is here. Um, yeah, yeah. Which is right. So you can have sex at sixteen, but you can't video it until you're eighteen. And in America, yeah. you can't then drink until you're twenty-one. Yeah, America's a bit backwards. <laughs> But Just again, I think there. it would be one of those laws that would be applied in that it's really to to prevent exploitation yeah. rather than anything else. But yeah, it's, it, that's a different thing. So Although you do done, every so often hear about, you know, uh, a 17-year-old being convicted for sleeping with a 16 or, you know, a 15-year-old or something like that. And it's sort of like... There's oh, usually okay. kicking off about that, though, because again, yeah. yeah, it's like really, oh, I don't think, well... It's uh, grey. It's very grey. Yeah. It's very grey. Um, but uh, yeah, but yeah, he did lots of bad things. And and the the you know what the vi- recording I just, I'm of the se- recording sexual encounters against her will. It's one of the few crimes where what you're doing, your aim is to create evidence that you've committed a crime. That's true. That is very true. Like it the, is an interesting. You literally, have created vi- in how many other crimes would you make sure that you had eliminated all video footage of you doing it? Yeah, in this one, that's the whole. I make point. a point of it. Exactly, I make a strict point of it. Yeah, always get the tapes. Yes, but in, always. In in this one, the crime is making evidence that you you've committed a crime, which is batshit crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So how so. do you know I did it? Well, it's on your phone, mate. Um, <laughs> dickhead. We had a look at your iCloud account. <laughs> Shit. I also uh, think yeah. that that I just that I think indica- the only I, I think the only people who should be banging teens are teens. Absolutely. Or Certainly not according men in to their the videos. 30s. Yeah. Well, according to the videos, ridiculously muscled men uh, in full body tattoos. Apparently, those are the only categories. Uh, so. Yeah, I've heard porn stars say that the most unrealistic thing about 
porn is guys with that with that many tribal tattoos getting laid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. It's not what we do; it's the fact that they get laid. Because yeah. yeah. Uh, so there we go. Counter Strike, made yeah. by a guy who did lots of crazy shit for weird reasons that I'm sure he thought were very good. Yeah, don't bang teens <laughs> and video it. That and you know, <laughs> yeah, and that's the that's the fucking crazy thing. Had he not paid or videoed, this would have been fine. That's that's really it. So if you want to bang a teen, you've got to really work for it and be nice, I think. <laughs> be a Cause, gentleman. Because legally you're allowed. So if you find a teen that's up for it, you've just got to convince a 16-year-old uh, that I mean, I, banging I your cannot. old ass is a good idea. Good luck with that. Good, good luck with that indeed. Cause, uh, I, just, I cannot imagine tolerating the presence of a 16-year-old male or a female. Oh, God, neither, neither can to I. To enjoy that, the it's, banging. It's terrifying. Like There I, would have to be a, a clause of total silence. I don't want you to talk. I don't want you to share your opinion. Please don't tweet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. The, yeah, the more you talk, the worse I feel about this. I'm sorry. Just, oh, what? Oh, you, you really that. like Logan Paul? Oh, that's great. That's really helping. <laughs> <laughs> you see, why would you want to? <laughs> I never, you know, I never anticipated oh, that bit of growing Beauty up, uh, like just being disgusted with younger generations. Like, yeah, why would you want that? It's horrible. I genuinely don't know which I hate more: young men or young teenage boys oh, are kind of dumb, but I, teenage girls are just so much more annoying. I oh, well, the thing is, though, you're in close proximity to a teenage girl, aren't you? So yeah, but she's that's... different. She's weird. Uh, <laughs> See, I, I, I honestly think teenage boys are worse. It's hard, yeah. I, I mm. think they are worse. I, I hate them more. Yeah, I'm Mind more you, as, as, of teenage uh, boys because, you know, psychopaths. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You see. But, um, but I, I, I went to an all-girls school, so I'm pretty down on teenage girls. <laughs> oh, shut up, you pervert. <laughs> <laughs> that was far worse than the nuts thing I said. That was, that, that was yeah. That, that really was. See, Did but, you tell yeah, us some stories about being down on these teenage girls? Because this is why I always said if I if we had kids, I'd want a lesbian. That's because they're the only ones that are ne- they are never bringing a teenage boy to my house. That's just <laughs> never going to happen. That's cool. That's what I want. But do you I- not want the opportunity to be allowed to threaten the life of a teenage boy and for everyone to be sort of like, okay, I threaten the lives of teenage boys on an almost daily basis. I, I don't to need a face. reason or to know them. I just need to be near them. Um, that's I really don't threaten that many teenage boys. If you are listening. I was going to say, clip that saying, out yeah. for the police yeah. later. Jesus. Um, I, I tend not to interact with the youth. Although I assume some of them are listening, but they're the good ones. I don't universally hate the youth, just the I ones do. that I tend to see out and about. The good ones are all sat at home listening to podcasts and playing on their computer games. I'm sure they're out there. Mm. Um, hi, everyone. Yeah, they're our audience. The good yeah. kids that I like. Get in touch with Rich, not me. Don't get in touch. Or Emma. She wants to get down with you. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's move on. Do we all have coughs tonight? Yeah, I've got a prog, mate. Yeah. I'm sorry. I have, a, I have a Seriously. weird habitual cough thing. Yeah, you triggered it with, with uh, Allison's nuts, and it's just sticking. Yeah, it's stuck now. I see it forever. Mm. It's weird. I've been doing it since movies you should see. 
that my cough is not a cough. It's a, a an aggressive throat clear, which is weird. Mine, mine's I, a cough. <laughs> I tend to only do it when I'm podcasting. And I, I don't know why. There you go, everybody. There you go. It's like phone voice. Hello. It is. It's, it is like phone boy, voice. And I still have podcast voice, I realize. But, God, that takes me back with that accusation from Tristan. You, you're doing podcast voice. He <laughs> said back in early 2005. In other news, the Zega... Uh, uh, the Zega... Because it says, I don't know why I said that. The ZX Spectrum Vega. Oh, there's the Vega bit. And I got the Z from the beginning. You're right. That makes sense. Uh, somebody backed this thing and got their money back. Yeah. This has been an interesting story. Uh, guy, this is a Kickstarter, not a Kickstarter, an Indiegogo campaign for a portable ZX Spectrum with a screen <sighs> built in called the Vega Plus. And I think it launched back in 2013 and it's missed all of its goals and it's gotten very quiet. And so this guy who, one of the backers took the, uh, the company to court uh, because he wanted his refund and he won. He won the refund because of the specific wording of the, the, the way they had done their campaign. Uh, they had basically instead of wording it as a you know a donation or a backing or a pledge they had worded it as a direct point of sale they had promised a product in return for a certain amount of money by a certain date and that uh the judge decided that that superseded indiegogo sort of you know this is just a pledge right uh thing so they have been ordered and that's kind of interesting in itself. Mm-hmm. But then, right, I'll, I'll just read through, because I'll, I'll let you know, this is the third paragraph uh, of the thing. <clears throat> there are some extremely curious aspects to this case. Dr. David Levy, chairman of RCL, that's the company that are providing the thing, failed to attend the hearing. He represented himself in court, but ultimately did so primarily via witness statement. Levy claimed he was too scared to attend because he was worried about, quote, having his cock chopped off by online harassers. Levy sent Morton, the plaintiff, uh, £155 the night before the court case, hoping to avoid proceedings, which the court felt was not appropriate. Yeah, it's not. That's not appropriate. <laughs> Here's some money. Please don't take me to call. Yeah. So I felt uh, like... That's a problem. The, the rest of the article sort of glossed over that. I felt, hold on... <laughs> I feel like there's a story there with the cock getting chopped off. Yeah, I mean, clearly this bloke is a fucking nutcase, but it's... Um, yeah. It, it, the, the really interesting part of this is that now there's been a legal precedent of sort yeah. of set that these projects can't hide behind, you know, have got to be very careful about how they word their things as well because yeah, things being a pledge rather than a promise of sale. Um, so, yeah, yeah. they've... For for literally sort of a, for the want of a thesaurus, they've now cost themselves, you know, someone being able to bounce with half a million quid, yeah, which is the, what they were sort of aiming for. The judge did specifically mention that this, you know, was specific to this case because of their wording of it. But when you consider sort of when you look through Kickstarter or Indiegogo, the the level of English <laughs> being applied to many of these projects, I can see this being, you know, a, I could see this case, you know, having prominence for a lot of people being able to get their money back potentially on things. Um, 
Yeah. So I looked, I, I dug a little deeper <laughs> because I felt, I, I just felt like the cock being chopped off that that's an odd thing to say. And it turns out this guy leaving, um, he is in a lot of trouble with a lot of people, various banks and uh, tax men and the police for allegedly uh, abusing a child in Malaysia. And so apparently that's why he's afraid of his cock being chopped off. Holy shit. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) And apparently the guy is known, you know, the 155 quid to try and call off the case the night before the thing. Apparently that is not the the least of his various court romantics that never worked for him. So, yeah, this guy seems genuinely unhinged. But, um, yeah, so I was happy with that story. You know, very interesting. But then it got more interesting with the next part of the story which is the uh, the company since this thing have basically been forced by Indiegogo to make good on their uh, product by May or Indiegogo are going to send in the bailiffs to get all of the money back. Wow. Yeah. I don't this made, think this made the BBC. Yeah. I, I can't see them making good with the product. I knew I can't see them getting any money back. I mean, this bloke yeah. <clears throat> probably operates out of a place that's one desk and sort of six cardboard boxes. There's been nothing for the bailiffs to take. Yeah, this guy, yeah, I doubt there's, yeah, there's going to be anything at all. I, I really don't think anyone's going to get anything out of this, but uh, apparently the, the campaign page has been updated and they're promising to get the, st- the things mailed out by like uh, May or April. So, I suspect they're either going to fall completely flat in their face and fail to do that at all, or a lot of people are going to be getting a shitty piece of plastic with a non-functioning PCB inside in the post. Mm. This ain't over by a long shot. Yeah. And of course, the company in you know, t- uh, typical fashion, they've uh, put all the delays, a large part of the delays, down to a, a campaign of trolling against the company <laughs> online. Which, you know, I don't think it's trolling when you are caught opening, openly lying and potentially buggering children. I don't count that as trolling. Yeah, I love all these people who are like, you do terrible shitty things. They're like, people are harassing me. Good. You deserve yes. it. Yeah, this is, yeah, this is the nice side of harassment. The harassment has a purpose. There are plenty of people who deserve to be harassed. Absolutely. This guy seems yes. to be one of those people. And I love that he's a doctor. Doctor. doctor I'm being sat here thinking doctor of what and says I'm who. wondering to Dr. David Probably relive flexology or some such bollocks like that. Is he like Dr. Gillian McKeith? Is that what <laughs> yeah, he's like? Not a doctor at all. Yeah. Did he go to a go website? A, yeah, probably. Oh, God. Makes you wonder. Makes you wonder. Yep. Red Dead Redemption 2 has been delayed until October. Remember that thing we said about it being ages away? That's even more ages away than September. Yeah, still really don't care about it then. Yeah. I'm not going to allow myself to become excited about it until it's out and people have told me how bad the loot box situation is and that sort of shit. 
Mm. Also, I I can see this going back again. I mean, you never know. Be, you know. When when they sort of say like October and things, because that's the beginning of like quarter four, mm-hmm. you feel like that's just the date they sort of landed on because it's in quarter four of 2018. So I don't feel like that's set in stone at all, really. I'm, yeah. so I'm we, sort of spiritually prepared for that to go back again. We could be looking <laughs> at like February 2019, which is, or could February be. or March, which is, you know, sort of where these things tend to land if they do get delayed. Yeah, I mean, also as well, that that is kind of the butter zone for big releases in gaming. It's obviously got Thanksgiving and Christmas and stuff. So yeah. it's good. I mean, although it probably would do the best out of all the things that are coming out at that time, including this new Battlefield thing, which is apparently yeah. going to magic itself into existence. We were talking about from last week. Um, it's going to have competition. Mm. Uh, so it will they just say, well, look, there's a shitload of other things coming out. Yeah, now that Not you said again. that, now that you said that, I do hope it gets delayed so that we can sort of see Battlefield, whatever the fuck, feel sort of on an even playing ground. <laughs> because, well, yeah, you know, I mean, it's going to be Red like, well, Call of Duty. Yeah, it's going to be a yeah. sort of a, a creator around it. Everything else well, is yeah. just going to get buried. So I'd like well, to I mean, see them not be able to blame Red Dead Redemption for that feeling. Well, quite so. When the when the multiplayer inevitably doesn't work, you don't want it to be like with Call of Duty World War Two, where they can just skate under the radar because there's so many other things going on. Yeah. The fact that their multiplayer didn't work for weeks, no one really noticed <laughs> yeah. because there was some loads of other things happening at the same time. Yeah, this was in the middle. Yeah, they were able to sort of yeah because of the battlefield bullshit. Yeah, or the uh, Battlefront bullshit, sorry. Uh, so many battles. Field and front, too many, yeah. Yeah. So, it, but uh, along with this news of the delay, they've released some really nice, really, really nice, what look to be genuinely in-game screenshots. So, yeah, we're delaying it. Here's how good it looks. Bastards. Uh, I can't get excited. It's going to be full of loot boxes. That's just what I expect now. Basing Damn, it's pretty. Well, look, I mean, it, it's that far away that what if loot boxes get banned in the meantime? Governments don't work that fast. I know, but I mean... <laughs> Especially ours. isn't it? I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're all right. Yeah, hopefully... Well, you know, uh, Rockstar have never actually done the loot crate thing. They've just been sort of merciless, you know, microtransactions, where at least you're buying the thing that you want to buy. So I'm still hopeful that the fact that it is an old West RPG, not RPG, an old West, you know, setting means that that's somehow going to limit what they are capable of butt fucking us for. They'll (laughs) find ways. They'll find ways. I know they'll find ways. It's one of the most innovative fields in the world. How can we screw over consumers? But, you know... I hope for so little. And these are the people who've had the practice from doing all the GTA 5 online stuff. They know what they're doing. This is yeah. all they've done for years now. It's they're, they're experts. It's terrifying. I realized I was I came close to reinstalling GTA 5 on my PC because I haven't actually run it with my like my new graphics card and monitor and I was like I wonder how, you know, much better that's going to look and feel now. And I didn't install it because I'm fucking better about GTA online. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm you know worried I mean? that they're going to put it out for Switch, and I'm going to have to buy it and play it again. Mm. I mean, it would be. It, I'm interested in that just as a, on the technical side of things. While it would have been nice to have DLC and for Rockstar to actually continue making games, 
Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been nice. But still, GTA V remains one of the best games I've ever played in my entire life. Yeah. And uh, the desire to play it again on the toilet is quite strong. <laughs> and from a technical standpoint, look, the, the Switch sits somewhere between the Xbox 360 and the Xbox One. And so uh, it can look pretty a, nice. I just had a thought. Well, um, I'm okay. Like, uh, it didn't hurt that much. But yeah, I just thought, you know, the Switch, there was a thing about uh, Nintendo, uh, the Labo thing. Yeah. You know, the cardboard thing. And it turns out that the Switch has a little infrared camera in it, uh, in one of the Joy-Cons. Yes, yes, I think it's the right-hand Joy-Con. And it turns out it's remarkably, like, uh, (laughs) remarkably creative. But I, I was thinking... We have a lot of VR stuff that's, uh, you you know, mapping your surroundings and mapping. I was wondering, with the Switch being portable, is it possible that we will one day have a version of the Switch that can map the layout of your house and give you an achievement when you actually play something on the toilet? I see no reason why that wouldn't be possible. Emma, would that or would that not convince you to buy a Switch? No, I mean, I think I could, I could live without the shame of that achievement being unlocked on my account. You know, what I mean? I'm good with shameful achievements. <laughs> I like the shameful ones. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Where else are we then? Uh, gaming news. Gaming news. All right. Far Cry Three Classic Edition coming to PS4 and Xbone. Okay. Free with Far Cry 5 Season Pass. You said pass very weird there. See, I sound posh when I say it. It upsets my mum that I don't. I don't know why. You suddenly go a bit southern. That's odd. Yeah, because he's not saying pass. Yeah, I should say pass. How do you say bath? Bath. Path. Hmm. Grass. Pass. Pass. But anyway, anyway, yeah, yeah, they've done uh, Far Cry 3 for Xbox One and PS4. So if you like Far Cry 3... Yeah, um, Far Cry 3 was already backwards compatible, so if you had the 360 or the the edition, you could play it on your Xbox One. But people, are, what they're assuming, because it's called the Classic Edition, Far Cry 3 originally had about six or seven achievements to play um, some of it in co-op. Right. So yeah. there's a thought that they'll take the co-op part away and input um, new achievements in it, thus constituting a Classic Edition. So, okay. um but I'll tell you what, every time that I pick up a classic series and play the old version, the new version comes out. It happened to <laughs> me when <laughs> it happened to me when Far Cry, when Fallout Four came out, because I played knowing that I wanted to play I played uh, Fallout three on the Xbox three sixty and then they packaged <laughs> Fallout three with Fallout Four. Um, you didn't even have to buy the season pass, it was just in the box. There was a code for it to play it, so it was like Every time I pay, I pay money for a classic edition, of, an old version of something. The new one comes out, so um, yeah, that was slightly irritating. But I'm just, I'm curious to see what it like if there are going to be new achievements, or it will be a case of um, it's just like polished up graphics a little bit, or something like that. Yeah, I, I'm imagining this is just going to be a port of sort of the PC version, you know, higher resolution textures and yeah. character models and the like, um, which no bad thing, you know. Far Cry Three, it's a great game, has some narrative problems. Yeah, uh, I, I have it here. I tried playing it and didn't get into it. It's the game that yeah, introduced me to Yeah, because it was all the hunting stuff you didn't like, yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of that, and it just didn't, yeah. But 
um, as I said on the Slack, Far Cry 4 is one of the uh, free PlayStation games this month. So You should play that a bunch. That yeah, one I'll have a go good. with. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, if I ever get over my TV hogging guilt and play the PS4. Yeah. But it looks like with Far Cry 5, this news of the season pass, it looks like they're going wacky with it. Because you've got zombies, Mars, and a sort of Vietnam type thing going on. It sounds interesting, actually. It does, um, yeah. It does, yeah. It does. It definitely, definitely interest, it sort of increased my my interest in maybe getting it because I mean they sort of did that with Far Cry Four because there's a uh, there's a there's a Valley of the Yetis it's called DLC yeah. where you hunt yetis which is crazy i did play it i mean it's pretty fun quite hard actually um but so it's not unprecedented for them to do something that's a little bit sideways i mean wolfenstein did did does and did that also so um yeah i think it's it's uh it's not not uncommon for them to do so yeah and i mean going back to far cry 3 they had the it wasn't dlc but there was the it wasn't you know they had uh far cry Blood Dragon, yeah, Blood which Dragon was yeah. the sort of you know side game thing, which was you know all eighties sci fi inspired, uh, fucking epic soundtrack. Oh, it's so great! I have it it's on a really vinyl. fun game. It's, <laughs> it's, it it's incredibly vinyl. fun game as well, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay, and what's next? Dying Light still going after three years. Yeah, this struck me as weird. Uh, Dying Light was sort of the a uh, spiritual sequel to the, uh, what do you call it? Dead Island. Uh, Dead Island, that's the one. Dead Island series, which sort of did okay. But it's just so weird for a single-player-focused game, which, no, you know, it did okay, uh, but nobody, you know, it didn't, it wasn't like a bestseller or anything. For it to still be getting updates and new DLC and new content three years after release, that is, you know, that is a remarkable dedication from a development team. Um, and I, it, it's actually made me, uh, I've looked into it. It's on sale at the moment and I might actually pick it up uh, because it, it looks, I mean, I liked, I, I actually, I played the original dead Island and it was okay. I liked the sort of the first person melee mechanics and stuff like that. Um, it had serious tone issues with its yeah, story, it severe yeah. tone issues uh and sort of you know the infamous marketing of the little girl being thrown out the window um you know very disappointed that that wasn't in the game uh that's <laughs> basically what i bought it for you what, know what so, defenestration is what i'm all about i i know there's the the dead island games but uh, what did they follow on from? I don't think they follow. Uh, they don't, they don't follow from anything. I think they were their own thing. <laughs> hang on, yeah, because when when yeah. I played them, they they they're not. I mean, like you were saying, Mike, about the the first person melee thing. I found that quite frustrating in Dead Island, actually, because really? for yeah, for me using a um, when I was playing it, I mean, because I played the remastered version on the Xbox and mm-hmm. on the one, and the difference between decapitation of the zombie and a complete whiff. That results in your death. Is yeah, I remember that. Yeah, infinitesimal. So there'd be times where I'd be fine, tough. fine, fine. Fuck, I'm dead. That's it. Yeah. So uh, there was a lot of. Sorry, it's Dead Rising. Yeah, Dead Rising was the uh, yeah Dead Rising's Capcom sort of much yeah, more. Oh, are they not related? Yeah. No, no, completely no. unrelated. Yeah. Oh, right. They're just both zombie games. Yeah. 
they are games with zombies, but De- Dead Rising is about a bloke who's a photojournalist who. Yeah, yeah, up, I, you know. I played those. Yeah, and then oh, they yeah, did I play, I play. remastered versions for the PS4, and there's loads of them now, aren't there? There's like four yeah, of them. Yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah, they did Dead. Uh, yeah, Dead Rising One was an instant classic. Dead Rising Two was okay. People were okay with it. Dead Rising Three was an Xbox One launch exclusive, so nobody gave a shit. And Dead Rising Four, which I think just came out like last no- year, I think yeah, it was. November, yeah. I think. Bit, uh, I don't think people really liked dud. it. I don't yeah. think it was a bit of a dud. Um, so yeah, I mean, I loved De- the original Dead Rising, even though it's the game that after months of waiting for it to come out, I put it in my 360, and it caused my 360 to red ring. I still loved it afterwards. You know, after I got my new 360 back, <laughs> I, but, I yeah just realized it was the game that made me buy an hd tv i played mine on a 720 screen which was kind of painful because it was not optimized for te- for that resolution the text was tiny that was it i couldn't read a fucking thing on the screen yeah and then it'd be oh, hang on yeah. did it make me just get a better hd tv because <laughs> yeah uh, we had a 720p one and then yeah I had a little 720 upgraded. no hdmi <laughs> I oh, think it has thing's one. still out in the shed. <laughs> oh, that thing is still sat behind me right now with lots of old consoles <laughs> plugged into it. it nice. Do you know what? It's it, it's it does a really good job of upscaling whatever you're putting into it. It yep. might be an old 32 inch 720p LCD, but it's for for playing Switch, uh, Wii games. It's it's smashing. Right. Cool. Uh, and, you know, game. The, the, surprisingly, the best thing, looking thing on it is the PS1 through an RF connection. I can't right. figure that out, but it is. It looks fantastic. The science of upscaling is weird. <laughs> it is, it, it is it really weird. It really is. But, yeah, the PS1 stuff looks amazing on it and is yeah. by far the best, whereas the PS2 is by far the worst. Little, I don't know why I'm sharing this because who, cool. who, yeah. who, who cares really? I don't know. But this is a safe space. It is. Thank this you. This is. I can talk shit like that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Dying light. So yeah. Well, dying light. Apparently, the thing that the big change from uh, the dead. Island, well, dead island was also they really tried to push co-op. The idea right. that you were supposed to be playing it with uh, online or local. Uh, you know. Uh, co-op player because uh, so, apparently it was quite I remember it being quite I didn't play it that long when I when I played it it didn't really grab me but uh, they added the, the, for Dying Light they focused more on single player and uh, as well they added parkour so like you were saying the, the, the whole point of the thrust of the game wasn't necessarily to kill all the zombies it was to avoid them or try to get past them or through them or around them and it also had a day-night cycle, and after uh, at night, much like Dead Rising, at night the zombies become much more dangerous. So I might actually go back and uh, check that out because they seem to mm. be. It, it, it's just remarkable that it's still around. Well, it's still being cared for in, in that yeah. way, definitely. Um, I've never really bothered with it the first-person parkour makes me feel seasick. Right. So, um, but uh, I might, I might sort of have a look at Let's Play and see if that's improved. Because when it first came out, I was like, oh, oh. Right. I don't think I can manage with that. Were you, uh, were you not one for uh, Mirror's Edge then? No, no, oh, no. Oh, that no. was yeah. You had to be in the right state of this mind to I play think, Mirror's Edge. Oh, this is why I think I might be 
the perfect test subject for VR because I don't seem to suffer from that kind of motion sickness. I think Alison played it. And I don't get it. vertigo either. Yeah, Alison played Mirror's Edge, but I don't I don't know that she got all the way through it and she certainly was not up for the sequel. No, nobody was. That thing was a disaster. Yeah, yeah, there was that as well. Um, <laughs> looking at the agenda, yeah. can, I, can we just skip to the end? In the interest sure. of just saving a bit of time and all of that. That's cool. So you want to go to the firmware? Yeah. Story, or do you want to skip that as well? No, let's go to the. Let's quickly do the firmware. He says, nope. not knowing what we're actually going to talk about because I haven't read it. That's properly. fine. Let's do the story that you want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's going to be uh, the 5.5 firmware update for the PS4. Do you know what? I why I wanted to talk about this. I felt right. guilty about the amount of Switch coming out of me, and I I just wanted to. Me it, too. But like I say, if Yes, the others were doing more stuff. Then we talk about them more. Absolutely, and but this is Sony finally doing something a bit sort of. So let's talk about it. That okay. that was my thinking. Uh, basically, new firmware for the PS4 update, and it's about all the stuff that it adds because it's apparently quite good. Uh, playtime. Some are quite good with their firmware updates. Yeah, uh, we're looking at playtime management for parents. Okay, not relevant for me, but cool. Uh, Anything that harms children, yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Impose restrictions so games can only be played for a set amount of time or within set playable hours. Oh, that's mean. Notifications (laughs) will pop up telling them to save and quit as time runs out. Uh, But family managers slash guardians also have the option to add extra game time via their smartphone or PC. Uh, Hmm. As well as the option to just log them the fuck out remotely. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The only way that could be better is if you could see that they haven't saved. Yes, just the saved it. Oh, too late late then. It's just to teach them a lesson. You know, if I was doing that, if I saw that someone, you know, my poor unfortunate spawn had been playing for like three hours in in a, you know, massively complicated JRPG and they hadn't saved in that time. I would just log them out and send them a text. Save often, save early. We've come a long way, though. I th- if when I think back to what the parental controls were on the the Amstrad six one two eight, my mo- my mum would have to come in the room and say, "Go to bed," and <laughs> I would go to bed. Uh, it was crazy how we used to have to live like that. Compare me <laughs> with a smartphone app miles away. Uh, but anyway, guys, we're, we're living in the Black Mary universe that it happened. Uh, we're also going to be able to organize the library of the PS4. This, this is the stuff we like. It's like, finally, yeah. let us just hide all that shit off the menu that you've put on there and you know we don't want. Mm. What is- they, yeah. Well, they did, like I say, they've sort of been doing this incrementally because I think it was one of the last updates they actually finally in, you know, introduced a more cohesive library and now they're just going to allow us to better sorting options and to hide shit yeah there's there's because, a lot of stuff on there you don't want because i don't care that the hitman beta is in my library because it's over and i played the full game there you go so <laughs> why would i care yeah so you uh, can now hide all the shit you don't want and that that's pretty good it's also in it's splitting off all the stuff you've got from the ps pl- PlayStation Plus. Plus, yeah. I get things confused. And PS uh, PlayStation Now is getting its own tab. I nearly tried the free trial again the other night, you know. It's so tempting. Do you ever go in and look at it? I don't think my PlayStation's been on in quite some time. It's like all the games. 
In fact, the only so time my PlayStation, games. the only time my PlayStation's been on recently is when I've been having to do some work on my PC, like you know, installing something into the PC, so I can't have it on. So I turn on the PlayStation and throw in a Blu-ray. I like. I know I've got a lot of sources of gaming here in the house, but to be fair, the content that is available and accessible through a PlayStation Four is There's more than enough to keep anybody happy. It, oh, yeah. it, it really is. And the, the PlayStation Now stuff, it, it will let you scroll through it and look at what you can play. And you just, this is all the games. It's all the fucking games. And I can just click on them and start playing them. And I'm just worried about the the time commitment and the, the brain power commitment and that sort of thing. Like, if I'm paying twelve ninety nine a month for it, I better be fucking playing it. Yeah. You know, it's not an unreasonable amount of money, but it's a lot if I'm not using it. So, oh, and I've still got a box full of Switch games that I haven't finished and 3DS games and all these on the shelf. It's getting silly. Uh, so PlayStation now gets a tab. I could, that took us a long way. Um, mm-hmm. You can also add custom wallpapers via a USB device. I was sure this was already a thing. This seems very basic. I don't know. I've never thought of it or wanted to do it. No. Ever. I've I've seen some, you know, I think I've always used sort of free themes, you know, that come with games or, you know, are free on the store. My PlayStation yeah. theme is the blue one that it is when you get it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the same on my Xbox, just I, I'm, black, I think. I haven't bought it to look at the fucking menu. Am I just I, am I just that territorial? Am I like a dog that has to piss on something? Quite like, no, obviously. it's mine. I have to make it mine. <laughs> now, Alison's profile does have a different color on the she has it set to purple. But that's really so we know that whose account is on just by looking at the menu. It that is so that you do not touch her Assassin's Creed. <laughs> and so that happens as well. We, there, there is a very firm separation there. You know, there has to be. It makes sense. Um you know, uh, that is a level of that. I, I think that is a level of relationship closeness that I could never, never achieve. Sharing a profile with someone. Fuck no, you don't do that. I no, would, oh God, I no, would don't do that. No, just happier sharing a toothbrush. You, you know, that's like, you know, th- this has caused many problems that I've seen for other people. And you know what? Beyond the relationshipness of it, it's just not how things are meant to work. You're meant to have your own fucking profile on things. Otherwise, you screw up the whole system. My mum and dad tried sharing a Kindle profile for years. Like, well, then we've all got the same books. Yeah, but you've got literally the same books, and that's why you're in the never, never in the same place when you're reading a book at the same time as dad is. Because it thinks you're both the same person that's jumping around all over the book. <laughs> you have to have separate accounts. And then yeah. my dad went through a phase... Of everything he bought from Apple, he never remembered his password to sign into iTunes, so he'd just create a new account every time. Oh. Oh, Jesus. And then he got an iPad and complained that not all his stuff was there. It's like, <laughs> you've done this. So, you did interestingly, this. interestingly, he has voluntarily been using the system that Nintendo players have been forced to use. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> for all these years. Yeah. For Apple. That's interesting. I mean, it's, uh, yeah. It's, uh, do you, you, you ha- this isn't the password. Are you sure you even have an account? And he's like, well, 
No, I'm not. Let's make another new one. Yeah. Worries me. It worries me. Yeah, if if I die, like tomorrow, my family are screwed because I am like the the password holder of the family. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you know the the password holder of my mum and dad's house is the sheet of A4 on my dad's desk. Uh, I bought him a year of LastPass for Christmas. <laughs> Nothing. And I, I did that. I sat down with him. I showed him LastPass. I installed it on everything he had. I paid for the fucking year. It really wasn't much money. Um, no, for for that reason, actually, you should all have LastPass or something like it. Um, yeah, avoid, yeah. Although I must say, avoid one password. Right. That okay. Program. Yeah. I just only ever use LastPass because it worked when I got it, and I've never had a reason to change. But um, yeah, that's what my dad does. It's a sheet of A4. So if you want all this stuff, if you just get into his house, uh, mind you, you should see the security system on the house. So you know. Well, maybe I'm making that up. Maybe there are dogs that eat you. Don't burgle me, Dad. Come on. Um, Give out his address. I'm sure nothing <laughs> bad could happen. Uh, and so, yeah, PS4, 5.5 And super sampling. Su- oh, yeah, super sampling, which is where if you've got a 1080p TV and a PS4 Pro, it will still do whatever it does that it calls a 4K output and let your TV sample it down. Is that right? Yeah, it basically makes the picture look better by put, outputting it to 4K, but then downscaling that to 1080. It can be it it, it can be good, it can be bad, <laughs> and the Sony are saying do this at your own risk. Right, uh, a lot okay. of ga- like a lot of games um, are you know have it as an option, but in the games they have sort of tested it and you know they're sure that it works, so that's why they've enabled it as an option. Sony are now implementing you know allowing you to do this right. on like a system level for all games, but both picture and performance could be hurt. It's a good option to have. I yes, think absolutely. It's, yeah, they're doing the right thing having it in there. That is the one good thing with the, one of the you know few good things of this sort of mid-console generation revision of the PS4 Pro and the, the Xbox One X is that they seem to be adding more granular controls, sort of PC style, to console yeah, games, yeah. which, you know, if they could have done that, you know, back when I was playing Fallout 4 on my... Uh, on my PS4, I would have been so grateful. Do you I would not have been like so it grateful. on that? Uh, there were um, there were problems with performance. There were things like uh, Far Harbor, the first DLC, brilliant DLC, by the way. I, honestly, actually, better than Fallout Four, <laughs> the, the main story. Uh, the performance when that launched on PlayStation Four was fucking abysmal because the whole thing is set in uh, heavy fog. Yeah, yeah. And there's god rays coming down everywhere. And if you if I could have just turned off the fucking god rays so that I could have played it at above 20 frames per second, I would have been so grateful. Do you know I got Far Harbor and then just never played it? It's it Do is, play it. It's really good. I it I, the, uh, I yeah, think I is. hit my Fallout 4 saturation point at that cuz I'd been right. playing it until <laughs> that came out. You know, it was right. uh yeah. Uh, and I That's just the same to... thing. I haven't played Nuka World yet. Still haven't played it. Nuka so. World's really good as well. I'm sure. Yeah, I know it is. Uh, but yeah, honestly, I would put you know Far Harbor up there as possibly the best Fallout game. <laughs> like you know, just a little standalone thing that's 
Perfect. See, I, I got the PS4 version after getting the PC version and trying to play that on my MacBook Pro. Ooh. And then it was a case of, well, anything is better. I mean, uh, you did silly thing. You did very silly thing. Do you know what? It it worked okay on medium settings at 720p. Okay. Which wasn't terrible. It was definitely playable. But it, it actually made me discover that if there is but one speck of dust in the back of this computer, uh, it will start to throttle the CPU to the point where Fallout 4 is not acceptable or playable. Uh, <laughs> but the thing is, though, is, isn't this a bit like saying, all these people are saying that Breaking Bad is like one of the best TV shows ever, but I was nailing, I was nailing a, a nail into my kneecap the entire time I was watching it, so I didn't really enjoy it, so I don't understand what people are talking about. Yeah, it's, yeah. It is, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the news. So what have we all been playing? Or whatever. Not Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Not Assassin's yes, Creed. Yes, we're free. We're free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mikey is a free elf. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I'm I'm happy for you both. I'm, oh, I'm happy for you left both. <laughs> See you later. See you in a couple of weeks, though, because it's going to be the update. It's going to be at the end of February, isn't it? Yep. So, <clears throat> but mind you, that's not a gameplay thing. That's a that's a learning experience. <clears throat> yeah, that's a learning experience. Sorry, that's what it's meant to be. Um, yeah. So we'll be back in a few weeks, but not at the moment. This is a temporary reprieve. <laughs> yes. Good. That uh, that sounds good. I so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, Rich, what have you been using your free well, time to do? Um, let's see. I, I took a PS4 DualShock 4 apart, uh, because right. that I, I, I got Bloodborne for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I still know. When you know. say you took your controller apart. Yeah. I'm not sure how we got from there to here, but it, I'm interested no, to no, find no, out. Me, well, let me, let me continue. Apart. Let did me this continue. Taking apart, did this taking apart take the form of it ricocheting off a wall? No, no, not at all. Because I've not really <laughs> played Bloodborne because I, okay. I installed it. And I, I spent an hour putting together this really intricate character design. And mm-hmm. I got into the first three seconds of the game and realized that this weird control it was asking me to perform was done on the touchpad on the controller. Uh, and that was oh. the point when I realized at some point somebody spilt tea on the controller and the touchpad is all sticky and doesn't really want to move anymore and isn't really a workable button. And it's taken till God knows when to discover that because which fucking games use the touchpad? So, Only PlayStation 4 exclusives, which Bloodborne, unfortunately, is. Yeah. So I, I took the thing apart and boy, they are serious about that thing, aren't they? Wow. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of bits in a DualShock 4. Uh, but it, it went well. And the controller is now spanky new clean and works great. And I still haven't played Bloodborne yet. Do you know what? Don't even know what kind of game it is. I know nothing about it. Absolutely nothing. Uh, it's a dance nothing. rhythm game. It yeah. could be for all I know. <laughs> I, I haven't seen enough of it to contradict you. Other than the He's fact that... He's seen one room. <laughs> I, yeah, I've seen, seen a room. I've seen one room that I couldn't do anything with because my controller is full of tea. Simulator. Yeah, I don't know enough to, to argue with that. So that was something. I also took another dive into my Switch Joy-Con in an attempt to be brave enough to get enough levels deep to to get to the button and chickened out at the last minute. I had all manner of tiny screws all over the desk. And 
ripping cables connecting layer after layer of electronics and all kinds of things and i i bottled it and put it back together yeah um, there's a lot of ribbon cables in a joy con there's so many ribbon cables it's really frightening sort of yeah anytime i see a ribbon i'm like oh no please <laughs> no um uh, and, and so yeah that button is still sticky uh game wise what have i played let me think. Well, all the Switch games, I'm still chugging through Disguise 5 and Zelda and um, the occasional blast on Mario Kart because it's still fucking awesome. Um, and Bloodborne. Do you know, I think I've been watching a lot of TV this week. Oh, do you know what? I put Majora's Mask in the 3DS. How am I forgetting? Did you actually play it this time? Yeah, I started playing Majora's Mask. Oh, okay. It Are is, you finding it? Well, it's very daunting. And it it has a very sinister feel to it. Mm. Uh, it does. It it's sort of like it has a, a creeping dread about it, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm I'm uneasy when I play it. Uh, for I those get, of I you who don't know, mean, yeah. it, it's it's a game that works on a three day repeating cycle. So at the end of these three days, the moon is going to crash into the planet, and everyone will be killed, and everything will be destroyed. But links on a time loop that ends just before that happens, and so you just it keeps happening over and over it's like what that episode of star trek which yeah, i'm now it's wondering like, well, sorry sorry it's like those episodes of star trek yeah yeah and it's you know so it's it's got all the the elements of a cool I mean, even discovery has one jesus and and also the when you put on a mask is that not the darkest most horrible yeah. animation you've ever seen in video gaming the scream, the scream, the screams in pain. Yeah, and like it, it does. It's taking sort of what should be a cutesy, tran- you know, Nintendo-style transformation, and it turns it into sort of David Cronenberg-style body horror. Yeah, that that bothers me. It's like Link in Videodrome. Yeah, um, and so I'm coming to terms with the fact that for those reasons, it's not going to become one of my favorite Zelda games. Um, but I intend to play it through and complete it. It is, it is interesting in that it is even now with, you know, Breath of the Wild being hailed as, you know, the most advanced and different Zelda game. It's not really because it's still go around the world, collect all the things, beat the bad guy. Where, uh, you know, Majora's Mask is really the only Zelda game that isn't that, where it's, you know, you have this whole repeating time loop thing. It's, you know, that's, I think, why it's so daunting is that it's, it seems, it's, it's more complicated. It's it, about it you really know, time is. management and, you know, m- you know, making sure that you're in the right place at the right time for things to happen and stuff like that. Well, I'm noticing it's the first Zelda game where you're given sort of like a journal of here's all the things you're trying to do. I think that's new for the 3DS. I think that oh, was an addition. Really? Right. I don't think people who played it originally on uh, the N64 had that journal that helped you keep track of everything, Shit. which just doubles down on what the fuck was wrong with you people playing that game. Yeah. Oh. Um, right. Okay. Because, of course, yeah, I'm playing the 3DS version, which yeah, has been. I think that's updated. a modern contrivance. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's pretty good, though. <laughs> I can um, imagine, yeah. <laughs> From what I understand, the 3DS versions are, are pretty much the definitive versions of these games. Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, if if anyone out there hasn't tried them, 
it's still the place to do it. But yeah, it's I'm finding it very oppressive as a game. Mm. Um, I've also be, uh, been working my way a bit more through Xenoblade Chronicles. That's cool. Um, and and just other 3DS stuff in general. That that console clings on to me more than any of the <laughs> others. Really does. So I think I think that's been it. Oh, Killzone Two on the PlayStation Three. I have nothing. I was about to, to ask about anything that. retro. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was it. I actually that sat counts. down to play Bayonetta and then found out all my Xbox Three Sixty controller batteries were dead. So I had to play something on the PS Three while it charged. Right. So there you I go. hear the uh, I hear the the Switch port of Bayonetta Two plays quite well. I feel like I should be looking forward to it. Um, mm. but I've never played them, so I'm, any excitement would be made up. Uh, but I hear that very good things. Um, uh, yeah, Nick got me Bayonetta for the Xbox for my birthday. Thank you for that, Nick. And so, yeah, I'd, I'd been meaning to play it. Um, uh, yeah, from what I've heard, the, the Switch version looks basically identical to the Wii U mm-hmm. version, but it, it, it's on a console. It's on a console you own. So, you know, <laughs> it's just, it's the, there's yeah. the advantage. So it's a, it's playable. It's more playable in, in the sense that it's on a console that people play. Yeah. Um, so I'm fine with that. It's not looking like it's an awful looking game. I think um, we offset. I think we, I think we successfully offset the amount of Wii or the amount of switch Prius and, talk that we give with the amount of shit that i give to the wii u yeah i think that it balances out and i, I, yeah, I, yeah, I think def- there's, a, there's a scale there i <laughs> definitely have slagged off the wii u a lot over the years on take it or leave it that that definitely was the thing um but yeah and of course bayonetta 3 is out on the, the switch later this year anyway which is why they're you know porting yeah. over the others i'm a bit frustrated that you can't get a physical a bayonetta one for the switch but mm. they do what they do. You get a when you buy the physical copy of Bayonetta two, there is a download code for the original one. They've been doing yeah. that. That irritated me as well. They did uh, physical releases of the uh, the Pokemon games when they came to the 3DS virtual console. They actually did you know uh, oh, physical yeah, release the- of the boxes, but the boxes just have a code inside. And I'm like, just give me a fucking cartridge. Yeah. <sighs> Because, I mean, they didn't price them as though they were empty boxes. They still paid full price, you know? Which is, well, because you were still buying the game. I know. But, um, but yeah. I don't I need your rational bullshit here. No, I I, under, I feel what you're <laughs> saying with that. Look, I'm the guy who went to game to buy a download code for the Zelda <laughs> DLC in the hope that it I came can't. with a fucking box. I know. Still I know. gutted it didn't. I have to try and not think about it because it just makes me angry. Makes you angry. Yeah. <laughs> Why would I come to fucking town, to your shop, if I didn't get a fucking bot? I could bought this download code at home half an hour ago. You have made me move. <sighs> yeah, you have made me move for no reason. Uh, so that was, I think that's been my gaming week, pretty much, or thereabouts. Emma? Gentlemen, I come not to praise this game, but to bury it. Uh, <laughs> basically, uh, this week, so the latest series of the X-Files finally went on UK TV this week. Um, so just out of the blue, apparently there's an X-Files mobile game. So everything I said about I haven't downloaded a mobile game for so long last week 
throw that in the bin because there's an X-Files game out for iOS and Android. It's called X-Files Deep State. And so I looked it up and it's like a, uh, it's what I thought was a hidden, just a hidden object puzzle game. And I thought, okay, well, I'll have a look at it. So I downloaded it. And um, actually it's quite a bit more than that. It's like, it's a bit like sort of Phoenix Wrighty kind of way that it's made um, with like little cut scenes as well. The stories are actually quite good, but here's where the fuckery comes in. It is a microtransaction nightmare. Of course. Um, of course it is. And I'm, I mean, not that I expected anything different. When I downloaded it, I thought that, oh, there's going to be, um, you know, like things that you can um you can get little accessories like you can get stuff you because you make you make a little avatar at the beginning so there's things about you can buy stuff for that and i thought okay well that's going to be that it's a free download so there is going to be something that they want you to pay for so they they can make money and i thought that that's fine but it'll be things you can avoid nope um (laughs) this game is i've i've got through a couple of cases but that was purely out of spite of I'm not paying for this in any way, shape or form. Um, <laughs> there's several, there's several things like there's money you have to earn and like, en- like energy, they call it um, uh. that you have to use to go in and solve the hidden object puzzle bits. And you have to, you have to earn stars to be able to move on to the next part. What they don't tell you when you download this is you will be going back to the same scenes over and over again, trying to grind stars so you can move on to the next part of the story because you can't unlock it until you've opened certain amounts of stars. I thought, okay, it's annoying, grindy bit, but this is the fuckery. So you do all of that, and then the game says, okay, you can move on to the next part of the game in three hours. Oh, or shit. you can pay 99p to unlock it now. Oh, Fuck it's one of those. mobile Eat a game. Dick. Eat a dick. I won't fuck that. (laughs) I'm so mad. The reason I'm mad about this is I could just dismiss this as, oh, another mobile game with fucking shitty microtransactions and delete it out of my life. But you guys, you know how much I love the X-Files. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) um, This is a genuinely good, fun game. The bits of the game that aren't trying to make you spend money by being artificially difficult or trying to make you buy power-ups or energy or spend money to not have to wait three hours, you know, three or hours or five hours to go on to the next part of the story. And um, I guarantee you that as you go through, it will be longer. That, that amount of time will get longer and longer. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, cause I'm only on the second case and it's already increased from one hour to three and there's five cases. So I expect that, should I persist any longer? Yeah. It's going to be a case of you're going to have to wait overnight. You, you, are, uh, yeah. you are a rat in a maze looking for a piece yeah. of cheese. Yeah. So, but what is upsetting me about it is that this but is they a don't really make the rat actually- pay. <laughs> Yeah, the rat finds the cheese. He gets the cheese. Yeah, exactly. You'd have to then pay 99p to unlock the cheese at the end of the maze. And rats don't have money. What's he going to do? He's going to have to take out a loan, and that is the beginning of a slippery slope. It really is, isn't it? So next thing, rats will have houses, and you know they'll be paying taxes, and they'll be in government. This might actually work out in our favor. Let's do this. (laughs) Uh, So the problem is, is that this is the the bits of the game that aren't this horrible microtransaction, you know, predatory nightmare are really fun. And the cases are genuinely interesting and quite, and very, you know, very in the tone of the X-Files. And 
I'm so upset that this horrible microtransaction nightmare is disguising something that if it was out on the Xbox or, you know, this was something that you could buy on Steam, I would happily pay a tenner to play this game on Steam. But this is, this is what it is, and it's so upsetting. Because now I'm in two minds. I'm sort of in the thing is, it, it's, uh, you know, I downloaded it yesterday. I played it for a bit yesterday and then obviously sort of came to the horrible realisation of what this thing was. And I sort of persisted through it. And um, I'm now at the point of I want to see what the ca- how the cases go and stuff. That's but, how they get, yeah. Yeah, but I'm not paying for it. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, encourage yeah. a developer to... Um, to persist in this this thing by giving the money i'm not going to do it so it's my tolerance of how much am i willing to put up with artificial difficulty designed to make me buy power-ups um versus i want to see the end of this game so i'm i'm just I'm thinking about it it's not the kind of game that you're going to be able to see let's plays of no no, that's that. That is super irritating. You can't just go yeah. onto YouTube or but Twitch. I'm just, I'm, I'm just so upset that you know that this is a genuinely fun, good game, mm. um, and it's just ruined by shitty microtransactions. Just you know, like, like you know, I balked at the amount of money they wanted for the Professor Layton mobile game. Yeah, but at least it was you know, here is the money, here is the game, and that's it. It's not like buy some loot boxes and you can unlock the next case. You know, I, I wish that there had been there had been an option to just do a play, pay for a full release and enjoy an actually good game. Because mm. there's very little in the way of X-Files games and there are no good X-Files games. You are correct in that regard. <laughs> I've played so one or two of them. It's... They're not great. But what uh, about the that... one on the PS2? <laughs> That's... Not good though, is it, Rich? No, no, it's really not. It's it's quite a travesty of a game. Damn. Yeah. So yeah, I'm quite you know I'm you know I'm very disappointed. <laughs> so yeah, but uh, no, you won't catch me paying for anything for this game because it's upset me to that degree that I'm purely play I'm partly playing it out of spite now. Right. To be like fuck you, I'm not paying for any of this. You will get nothing out of me, but um, yeah, it's. I, I expect that it's already raking it in because this, you know, people love the X Files and want X Files content, and will, you know, pay in the hopes that they'll see an animated Mulder at some point. <laughs> Fair it is, yeah, Mike. Well, uh, I've been playing a, a couple of different things this week uh, because I'm free. Uh, yeah, the first thing I started playing was uh, I'd heard about them. These interesting, uh, they're sort of escape room games. They're called uh, the Rusty Lake series. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're all, uh, they've been going since about 2015, 2014, 2015. And they are really weird, heavily Twin Peaks inspired. Like they were that very much on their on their sleeves. Um, it started out as a, a series of uh, online, they're all Flash like old school, you know, flash games. And they, they're all puzzle box or puzzle room games where you have to click, you know, you have to solve the puzzles in the room in order to, you know, move on. But they're really dark and really abstract. Um, it's the kind of thing that I, I'm, I've, now that I've started, I've realized I'm, I'm being sucked down into a wormhole where I'm going to have to play all of these things. 
and they they don't tell you anything. They they sort of make you build up what exactly is going on in your mind. I think the first one I played was uh, there. There are three of them that are actually on Steam that you can get: uh, Rusty Lake Paradise, Rusty Lake Roots, and Rusty Lake Hotel. And the first one I played was Rusty Lake Hotel, and the the basic premise of that is that there are you're playing as like um, I don't know what you would be called. Uh, what would you? What would be the right word? A concierge or something? You know, a helper in a hotel. Mm. Okay. And the characters are all anthropomorphic animals. They're all people with like you know animal faces. So there's Mister Boar, Mister Pheasant, Miss you know Miss Pigeon, and Mister Deer. And the idea there's five guests, and each night. They're there for uh, five days, and each night you have to go up to the room of the one, of one of them, and you solve a bunch of puzzles in their room that eventually lead to you killing them and then feeding them to the remaining guests the next day. That was not what I expected you to say next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and it just you know it goes on, and but there's um, so that was the first one I played. Then I looked back and it turns out that the, there's a whole bunch of games that aren't on steam that are you know just online uh, they are on uh, like uh, available for android and ios but it, the best way to play them is in a browser and it's really weird it's about it seems to be the series there's this whole thing about um murders and there are actual people in it and there are there's a whole thing about memory and death and hints of you know trying to unravel mental illness and things like that and um it's a very very strange very very surreal series and i'm really enjoying it nothing it's uh, it's not nowhere near as like uh dark or anything as doki doki um there's nothing like that and it, 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 nothing really that made me uh you know shocked or uh triggered in any way but I think I'm going to keep playing them. And it's the kind of thing I would love to see someone. The, the games are still coming out. I'd love to see someone put together a, an explanation of what the fuck is actually going on here because the games, they all relate to each other. They feature overlapping characters. I played as one where, yeah, the one I, uh, I played last was you actually play as Vincent Van Gogh. Okay. And you have to com- complete a series of puzzles in his room which lead to you obviously cutting off your ear. Then you shoot yourself. Then you uh, unlock a bunch of doors, which lead to you traveling inside your own ear into another version of your room where you're unveiled as a shadow monster. It's weird as hell, and I kind of love it. And the other thing I've been playing is ukulele. Oh, yeah, I saw you tweet which a picture is a or something. <laughs> yeah. Which is a bright, colorful, old school uh, platformer in the style of Banjo-Kazooie from a bunch of X for our people. Um, yeah, I've, I've had it there for a while. I uh, decided to finally install it. Um, it's it's fun. I, I see what a lot of people were kind of disappointed about because the company Playtronic, they said, yeah, we're making an old school style platform adventurer in the style of Banjo-Kazooie. And everyone's like, yay, they're making an old-school style platform adventure in the style of Banjo-Kazooie. And then they brought it out. And everyone's like, oh, it's an old-school style platformer, like Banjo-Kazooie. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. The problems. Yeah. The fucking camera. I mean, come on. <laughs> We've moved beyond this. Yeah. The, the, all the good is still there, as is all the bad. Um, I've only been, how many? Have, I've only put a few hours into it. Um, I've unlocked. Uh, I've only unlocked a couple of words. There, there are definitely differences, you know, between the old games and the new games. For one, the worlds, the quote-unquote world. You know, you, there's a hub world, and then within that, there are a bunch of you know sub worlds that you go into, uh, just like the old Banjo Kazooie games. The difference is, do you remember in the Mario and the Banjo Kazooie games? Each world had like um, eight or so things to get. Mm. And then you were out of that world and you moved on to the next one and it had its eight or so things to get. And then you moved on quite a lot. I think this game has a lot fewer worlds and a lot more things in them because I was collecting right. its pages you collect in this golden pages. And I was working through the first world and I got up to like 15 of them. And I was like, Jesus Christ, how many are there? And there's like 25 of them per world. Mm. So to but to beat that, they've sort of. It looks like they've introduced sort of Metroidvania style mechanics, where as you unlock each world, you also uh, can unlock new moves, which then allow you to go back into the older worlds to get the you know more pages and access more parts of the worlds. Right. Um, and the story is, you know, it's all based around puns and you know double entendre and a lot of meta humor, which. Is sometimes good and sometimes annoying, you know, the constant, you know, self-referential. Yeah, we're in a game. We know we're in a game. Um, and that, you know, it can get a bit annoying at times, but generally it's okay. Um, oh, and shit minigames. There are some really shit minigames in it, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> uh, I can see myself putting in, so I don't know if I'll complete it, but I've definitely put a bit more time into it, see if it really manages to hook on to me or if it just sort of floats away just gets annoying and you just don't yeah. play anymore yeah so that's that's really been um that's really been all i've been doing this week games wise hmm doesn't make me want the the game i'm afraid <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not a great sales person <laughs> no but that, that's not your job so don't worry about it it's all fine mm. well it's that's us isn't it that's that's everything uh for this mm-hmm. week thank you for listening everybody i hope i hope you enjoyed the show if not we did our best what do you want blood we can do that just let us know uh, i would ask that you send in your own jar i mean we're providing the blood you should provide the container oh mm-hmm. yeah that's reasonable yeah uh don't forget you can get ad free versions of this show i know you've listened to ads in the show you can get a version of the show without ads if you want it you just go to simply syndicated.com slash everything sign up to support the website there and you get the podcast feed that has the ad free versions of the show and i realize now as i'm saying this i've still not put any sort of official instructions on the website as to how to get that podcast which is shit but make the bastards work for it uh, the instructions are kind of on the Facebook group as a pinned post. So they're, they're up there and you should go and join our Facebook group, the Sinners Lounge. There's a, a link at the bottom of our website, simply syndicated.com. You can go and check that out. Thank you as well to everybody who's subscribing to uh, supporters on Patreon. Uh, that's at patreon.com slash simply syndicated with shaft episodes and stuff on there. Um, no that's not everything retweeters please 
retweeters and we're looking for itunes reviews for shows uh so if you can uh, help us out with that it'd be very much appreciated so i think that is everything or at least it is now i've said that because i'm not going back into it we'll be back <laughs> next week with another episode of this stuff until then bye bye right thanks a lot you guys i tweeted charlotte gore the developer of yorkshire gubbins last week's episode and listening back to it i was embarrassed at how much how filthy i was and I tried this week to be better. And you had to talk about Alice's <laughs> love of nuts. And you're going down, getting down with teenage girls. Thank you so fucking much. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we, ruined his, we ruined his attempt on yeah. uh, Twitter. So.